On this episode of Movies from My Life, it's our discussion on Captain America Civil War. All right. Ready? Yeah, let's go. Okay, so this is Nick. Hello. This is Brent. What's up? I'm Brandon. Now, East should be sitting there, but he's got some personal stuff to be taking care of right now, and we wish him well, and we will see him soon. Um, and I miss this you, is our, East. Yeah, miss you, buddy. And this is uh, our reaction panel, I guess we can call it, for Captain America Civil War. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't think I've done one of these with you guys yeah, before. What's the format? <laughs> Everyone freaks out, and then the and then the end. This the episode ends. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. this is my first one too. <clears throat> we will quickly talk about what we are going to do with this episode. And now this is a surprise to you, gentlemen. So if you don't like it, we'll cut it and we'll, we'll do it again. But what I had in mind when East and I were first talking about what we wanted to do with the episode was that we were going to do our reaction, and then in the third segment, we were going to talk about we were going to pitch our idea for the solo Spider-Man film, Spider-Man: uh-huh. Homecoming. Are you guys down with uh, jumping in? Obviously, he's not here, so we, you know... Absolutely, I'm yeah. down for that. We'll give it a shot. Yeah. Okay, cool. <clears throat> awesome. It's going to be R-rated. <laughs> Everything's fucking R-rated now. I know, but it's going to be perfect. Uh, <laughs> why? Why do you need Spider-Man R-rated if Deadpool isn't in it? Because who's Aunt May? Oh, oh yeah. Really? We're really? going just right we're going, I'm going right uh, into that. Okay, so... Um, before we get into it, obviously, if you haven't seen the movie, uh, spoiler alert goes up now. I, I don't like saying spoiler alert, but I feel as though we need to do it for this film. There's because not really there's much to spoil, boys. though. There's not think, much to yeah. spoil because if you're clicking on a Civil War reaction thing, you already know. Yeah. But, but also, like, even like from the trailer, based on like the, the Spider-Man reveal trailer, yeah. I wasn't really surprised by anything else okay, once but, I saw the movie. But yeah. I thought they did. Everyone was giving this film shit. About oh they've given too much away yeah. and they did what Batman v Superman did and all these other films that yeah. are, they're succumbing to audience pressure and so forth. They th- th- what everyone thought the film was going to be is not what the film yeah. was. They did a masterful job of almost putting together a completely like teaser story yeah. that they that they threw away. And there's like um, many and, stories yeah. in between that's thing, like, that all, you don't really catch. I thought it was a very responsible promotional. For sure, press. no, I agree. But that was the thing. It's like all the directions they went in, <clears throat> went in with all the seeds they showed us. Yeah, was still a great surprise. But yeah. in terms of like a spoiler, like I don't, I don't know that you could spoil this one. Yeah, I don't know. and it's also interesting to mention that we put up a spoiler warning when we did our. Uh, uh, Captain America versus Iron Man debate, mm. uh, just in case any of the Civil War stuff was uh, uh, in the comics whatever, yeah. had yeah. Would, would be used in the film, and and everything that we touched on that we thought was going to be spoilers wasn't. Yeah, and then some of the things that we touched on that we didn't think were going to affect anyone's enjoyment of the film were just when we were watching light. it. We were like, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, initial reactions. Nick, you want to kick us off? I was thoroughly shocked at how well it blended. Like, there had five sub-stories to everything, mm-hmm. and it worked so well. It just blended in. I mean, there was I was kind of disappointed with Zemo. Really? The, uh, the comic well, version of Zemo is... Is huge. He's a huge adversary. <laughs> yeah, he's adversary. larger than life. I, I agree that they've I mean, always you do, had problems I do feel with villains, for the guy but... at the end, at the film, but I mean... But he, you know, we'll see I what see happens. The purple mask. I Maybe it's still coming. Mask. But it's still coming because he's still alive, and that's interesting yeah. because it's, they they made. I thought they made the smart choice in this film, having this redemption moment for Black Panther, and also having that uh, 
you know, him kind of stop the suicide yeah. of of Zemo and because that can. You it's know, really good go to see that it. there's certain relationships that were built in this film that are yeah. comic based. Yeah, Black Panther and Cap mm-hmm. are mutual separate, respect. Mutual yeah. respect as a warrior. Um, Scarlet Witch and Vision mm-hmm. is a love You're, story. Yeah, they're starting to see yeah. that. Yep, it's a love story. It's great. Uh, yeah, and I love the part where it's like I was distracted. I didn't know that could happen. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's distracted and almost kills one. Well, of his to, yeah, yeah. Well, well to be a, in, in a, all seriousness, like uh, Elizabeth Olsen distracts me. <laughs> and those skirts, <laughs> absolutely. The, it, in anything, man. But like, I, I've never actually seen the. Uh, the American version of Old Boy oh, because I have. The, because the Japanese version like fucking destroyed me yeah, for a why week. Why bother? <laughs> no, oh, it was like I don't I don't need to see that. And 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 she's in that with Brolin, right? Yeah. And na- I still don't want to see it because I have this vision of like her now, and and her as an actress, and I really don't care to see her portray a role like that. But maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's I should go back. Still, and, it's, and, it's still worth a watch. I mean, just to compare and contrast, it's a good watch. Are you going to allude to the boob slip? Because I'm told that there's a boob slip There isn't somewhere. a boob slip. There's a full nudie full slip. Boob? Okay. Yeah. Because I know That's in the Japanese version, there's <laughs> some straight up, straight up sex that, you know, yeah, I won't ruin that movie sh- for anyone, but yeah. But why they would adapt that for the American market, I have no fucking idea. Unnecessary. But, yeah. <clears throat> I kind of felt a little the Tony Stark story was weak. Yeah. It's the same fucking story for three films. Yeah, he's always just oh. going pure emotion, but Stark is a bit of it's an Stark asshole. Is, yeah, but he's a bit of an asshole, but come on. Like, but it's Robert Downey Jr. playing Robert Downey Jr. No, it's for not just that. Films, it's five films. And it's just however he feels. It's yeah. just throw, thrusting him to the most extreme reaction. Yeah, I completely bullshit, agree with though. you, Iron Nick. Man 1. My weapons kill people. Get rid of the weapons. Yeah. And then the suits kill people. Okay, maybe we should do this. Yeah, kill this guy. It's like, okay, for fuck's sakes, man. Live up to, like, mm-hmm. your reputation. You're just going to cry over every time you kill somebody. Yeah. You're a fucking soldier at this point. If you're going to yeah. be an Avenger, you're going to war. Mm. Like, you shouldn't feel sorry for saving the people of New York of an alien invasion. You're letting, Th- you're letting Thunderbolt Ross control you. Mm. One, look at Ross's career. Mm-hmm. Chasing the Hulk down like an asshole. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So really, look what you did to the streets of Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> Zanzibar's never UFC been the same. Fuck now. <laughs> That's why Sam, the record man, is no Gone, longer yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bastard. <laughs> we blame you. Yeah, the abomination <laughs> took out Sam, the record man. <laughs> you motherfucker. But yeah, it's like okay, Tony. You know what? Pick a new story already. Yeah, I. I do like him that they're still using him as a focal point for. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the direction of the series, I thought it was clever. As for example, in the comics with Ultron, obviously Pym created Ultron, right. and then later on, uh, uh, Ultron like put a thought in Tony's head that made him bring Ultron kind back. Funny, right? Yeah, Ant Man in there. It's like, yeah, Hank Pym told me to stay away from a Stark. Who yeah. are you again? Great. <laughs> yeah, so it, <laughs> that was good. Yeah, so it is cool to see like there are the Scott the... Lang Ant Man mm-hmm. mouth off at him. Yeah, yeah, but I want to actually see. Uh, Hank Pym, yeah, bitch slap a Stark. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Michael Douglas being Michael. Yeah, Douglas. the first scene of the first Ant Man. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. of the Ant Man. If he yeah. fully, if he fully goes Gordon Gecko and just blasts people, <laughs> I'd be in heaven. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, I'm I'm open to the different directions because that's exactly what they're doing. Like, mm. you know, with the Ultron origin, with Civil War versus the comics, it's it's completely different. But, but at I like the same what, time. But that's the thing. Like, I like what you're saying. Like, I can get behind that. Of like, let's maybe develop 
Tony Stark and Iron Man's character a little more and maybe go somewhere else with it. But I, I'm still not unhappy with it. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't shit. Mm-hmm. It didn't yeah. ruin the movie for me, but... It's um, just too familiar. To, yeah, I, it's I, like something I've seen before. I'd be, I'd be curious to see what they would do with it if they did go that direction, yeah. And they're starting to get a little bit more brave in terms of who they're resting the film's shoulder on, whose shoulders the film rests on. It's more... It's legitimately more of a of an anchor, or an anchored storyline to say, for example, the story. The story is a Captain America story. It is very much yeah. a sequel to Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Sure. In that, say, for example, like Anthony Mackie's character, who mm-hmm. you know, like Sam He's is grown. is is, well, is one of my favorites in this film. Him and T'Challa are now, like the shit. Here's the thing: uh, coming off the Winter Soldier, yeah. Did you feel like a genre switch? Like when I watched The Winter Soldier, I kind of feel like an espionage thriller. Yes. Compared to watching Civil War, which is more like a half-assed Avengers. It was uh, not a half-assed. No, not half-assed, no, but it is. No. It is more Avengers. It, it's you know? more like yeah. action slash heroes yep. as to a point where it's a little less. You know, yeah. Yeah, like I like that whole sure. espionage thriller style that they had. Mm-hmm. It kind of like darker tone. Yep. But. You don't know what's fully going on till the very like till the middle, and, and that's the thing. It's like it, it, it's something everybody's been saying about Civil War so far is that yeah, it's in the vein of Winter Soldier, but it kind of feels like an Avengers movie. But I guess that the focus is personal conflicts. It's personal. Mm-hmm. And I mean, yeah, I know yeah. that's cliche, and everybody's heard that a million times in every review. But I mean, it it does work. It does sort of ground it in the reality of the Captain America mm-hmm. movies. That's right? the one so, thing I liked yeah. about like Winter Soldier. It yeah. didn't feel as though I was watching a, com- a comic book film. Mm-hmm. More like almost like I want to say Bond. More no, like, no, a like, born. like more like yeah, a born. Like more a like a born series. Yeah. No, like, I just know. some Tom Clancy shit. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, I was just trying to look up. There's a shit. well here. While you're doing that, yeah. uh, just in terms of initial reactions, because this was a big one for me that I took away was the, how the supporting characters actually carried the movie. They like, do. you know, like they Iron really Man and Captain do. America were important and they were there, but they weren't the most interesting people on screen. And yeah, watching Falcon be fucking amazing after he was a bit played all the that, way through, that's nuts. Red and Wing? Then, yeah. Oh, like the little robot thing? The little like, robot's yeah. like, come on, you want to pet him? That's yeah. actually based off uh, his actual yeah, ready. Oh, yeah, no, I understand. Birds, and that's the yeah. thing, just cool adaptations of that and making Falcon, because I had never really liked Falcon in the comics, but making him like an incredible character in the movie and then like Spider-Man getting half an hour of screen time and killing it. Red Man being so good. Yeah, and even like, like crossbones that, that was, and stuff. That like, was heart-wrenching though yeah. for her. I mean, she throws him into the building and blows up and, and yeah. realizes she really fucked up Yeah, no, up Scarlet there. Witch, I mean, that moment. And that's the thing, so much happened in that first scene. Even Again, like crossbones being like, he was there for like no time at all, but he was so fucking cool. And like that's the thing, the interpretations killed me because I was like, it, this, is, this is supposed to be the coming out and sort of integration of Ant-Man, Spider-Man, Black Panther. Mm-hmm. And they ended up being the best parts of the movie for me. Yeah. And then Falcon as well. Like I lumped Falcon that in where it's just well. like, this is Captain America movie where he fights Iron Man. You're like, holy shit. And then yeah. these guys who were like the new Avengers at the end of Ultron, you're like, that's going to suck. Mm-hmm. They ended up fucking killing it. And like you, you pulled it off. And that's Vision, incredible. I was surprised. Paul Bettany. The fucking he's sweater. Great. Why is he's he wearing a sweater? Me. Damn it. I, yeah. <laughs> you no, know what? He's, he's kind of modeled after Howard Stark. That's what they're saying. <laughs> the, um, the uh, the other thing I wanted to mention to go back to the point that you were talking about the transition between a spy film and and then this oh, yeah. film what you thought this was I and I had to look it up I was trying to think of what the hell because uh, that the film with Robert Redford and Brad Pitt which is, it's Spy Game yeah uh, is is the name of the film which come on like that the first half of this film very much had that energy with Stark almost playing a little bit of the Redford character with mm-hmm. Thunderbolt Ross where he's being a little bit of that 
uh, mm-hmm. that, buffer. that buffer between the bureaucratic side of things and so forth. So as much, it, obviously, it's different because he's 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 less of a centrist and more uh, to the side of, of the cause, uh, like the Sokovia Accords and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I I don't think that it does. I think that it still very much feels like the tone that they set in the Winter Soldier uh, for the Russos because I, I think that. Uh, and I think this is a both a spiritual and and uh, and literal successor of that film in the sense that even though you have a bigger cast, even though you have this other story, it is still it, it's more like a it is still a spy film, but more in the vein of a, like a spy game, for example, mm-hmm. where you have Brad Pitt functioning or like a. Um, uh, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy or something oh, like that, where it's movie. yeah, it's like a cat and mouse kind of deal. Yeah, like there, there's multi. It's it's a more layered take on things, and and I can appreciate that because it that's the only way that you can inject more characters in a meaningful way, mm. and that's what they did, and they executed it very well. Absolutely. Is it the most revolutionary film ever made? No. Is no. it the most revolutionary comic book film ever made? Mm. No, except Semi. for except for that amazing fight sequence at the airport. Oh, that was interesting. It was interesting. There's a lot of interesting things at that scene, especially a ton of references, one of which is Hawkeye's arrow with Ant-Man yep. on the tip. Yep. Huge yeah. icon yeah. in the comic yep. world, especially if you're a single-issue collector like myself. Mm. That's huge. Absolutely. Now, how they square off against each other was interesting. And it's super coherent, that whole, mm. that yeah. whole sequence. It's amazing that they could keep that much... Because a lot of the times, say for example, in a war film or something like that, where you see, a, or anything where you see two huge factions squaring off against each other, the chaos is what drives the the story. But in this, you're dependent on everyone squaring out, taking an opponent, and yeah, every, everyone standing out amongst the the uh, the chaos, which the chaos is. Everyone that needs to then stand out. It's interesting point as Tony's like crusade to save Scarlet Witch. He goes toe to toe with her first. Starts Mm -hmm. with Barton. It's like, yeah, I came out of retirement, but you know what? What? Yeah, shot eighteen holes. uh, Shot eighteen holes. Shot eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, but you know what? I'm just killing time. Made you look. The cars start coming off. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's really it's really interesting. Also. That for me, I know that a lot of people were sold on Spider-Man before this in the film, but the moment that like actually clicked in, this is Spider-Man, is when uh, the Winter Soldier throws the fucking uh, debris at him, whatever he it is, and he goes, "Hey, buddy, I think you lost this," or because he's just and a he throws it back at him. Yeah. Just that's cracker. fucking Spider-Man. Yeah. That is yeah. Spider-Man to you because he's just talking. And that's no. actually better than because we were talking about we we were saying in in the Marvel episode how y- you and I were saying that we really enjoyed Andrew Garfield as Spider Man because of the wisecracking, but what he does have is a bit of an ego and a bit of an attitude. The way that he's written in the Sony films, like mm-hmm. sorry, the second way, the reboot, the amazing Peter Spider-Man. Parker. He's a darker Peter Parker. Exactly. So he's got a bit of an ego. He's got a bit of an attitude. This this one. It it's back to Peter being the way he is in the comics a kid. as a kid, yeah. or uh, you know, as a younger Spider-Man, and that he is uh, just he's just cracking jokes. He's just having too much fun, mm-hmm. and it's he's kind like, no, of no, no, I'm everybody not, I'm not out. No, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my favorite. It's like you guys ever seen that very old films, uh, Empire Strikes yeah. Back? <laughs> yeah, 
Tony, where'd you find this kid? Just I don't know. Just shut oh, up. He's apparently, the apparently the writers hated that, and it was the Russos that pushed for it. Yeah, I was, thinking, I was in the I theater, heard. and like I, I he's like, was, Disney's pushing. It's like you guys because are, you the can do Star that Wars now. thing. Yeah, yeah, but I'm like, fuck, apparently, I'm like, the, I want to say fuck off. Yeah, the apparently the writer, like uh, the writing room, which obviously the Russos are involved in, but they were fucking not down with that line being in the film mm. and even feige apparently was ha- had to be like super sold on it mm. and and this apparently it's, i thought it it's, worked it's, it's yeah it, it does don't get me wrong the Russo giant, is, man but it's, yeah. it's like those giant camel monsters like oh god but it's great because they they again inject the idea of a pliable world so then it makes the laws of physics and everything else irrelevant because if they can venture into our world as we see it, but they also reside in their own, all mm-hmm. these things, all the things that may, for example, for a casual viewer, be a hardship, all of a sudden subconsciously dis- subconsciously disappear mm-hmm. because they've kind of entered our world and then returned to theirs all in a single line. Yeah. I kind of did enjoy the interactions between uh, Cap and Spider-Man when he actually gets them. So That's kid, a great, where are you, where yeah. are you from? Queens. Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah. You got heart, kid. I love that. Yeah. yeah. And then towards the end of the film, if you catch the end credit scene, it's like, yeah. who hit you, Steve, from Class A? No, no, no. This guy from yeah, Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a great It's a great moment. line. And it just but, delves how New York is the heart of Hero Town. I'm sorry, but Spider-Man would not have been thrown by fucking Captain America spinning like that. He is almost as strong as the Hulk. Not even yep. that. It's yep. like, you know, he and I know I'm looking out him. here, no, but, but that's I mean, the only thing we can do to dissect this film. No, but he wouldn't let him hit really him. He wouldn't even touch him. Think about it. No. In comic, in comic even, world. Even early Spider-Man. They've gone like, to- even like yeah. fucking yeah, first week Spider-Man. They've gone toe-to-toe. He's too Cap. strong. It's not even too strong. It's he'll see him coming. The yeah. spider oh, yeah. sense will kick in. Well, that's yeah. That was and something... you don't see that though. Yeah. We didn't get that. No, no. But we did get a a, a hint of a it. hint of it when when Scott Lang Ant Man was on the shield and he started moving and then he said, "Hey guys, I'm getting." And then yeah, he got yeah, cut yeah. off and he, you know Ant Man goes back to normal size and takes the shield. I like how Ant Man went for. <laughs> Went head to head first with Widow. I'm yeah, like, he's like, I don't want to hit you. I don't want to hit you. She hits him back. Okay, screw it. Yeah. Goes tiny and just flips her. Yeah. But then I love that arm gun thing that Widow has. Is that uh, again? I've never read, still, read a Widow it's comic. Still part is, of that, her. is that? Think about it. If you remember the Avengers, how she had the yeah, wrist yeah, braces. It yeah, kind of yeah. kicks in. It's just okay. upgrades. Cool, cool, cool. So it's legit. They it's didn't, legit. Yeah, okay. yeah, she's got all sorts of fun but stuff. Oh, yeah. The adamantium claws <laughs> on. Uh, oh, Black Panther? Panther? Yeah. Well, vibranium. Vibranium. <laughs> yeah, because not allowed. But I'm kind of wishing... It kind of sucks because with Black Panther comes Storm. Yeah. They're married. Well, no, they're divorced now in the comics, aren't they? Yeah, divorced, but I mean... Yeah. Are they? <laughs> it's early stage. Yeah, after Civil War. Because like, they were together for the Civil War book run. Yeah. Um, but I believe they're divorced now. Yeah. But did you catch the uh, I, guard? I, sorry? I catch up. Did you catch the oh, guard? Oh, yeah, yeah, his guard, his guard, there's about five of them. And yeah. it's like his... That's they, like, his dedicate their guard. lives to his yep. protection kind of thing, the protection of the king. Yeah. And, and in so, the comics, they go toe-to-toe with Widow all the time, and yeah. she gets knocked around. No, that was a good little throwback. It's, like, out of the way. <laughs> Just, like, as much as I'd like to see this. Yeah. <laughs> you know. No, it's really good. One thing I wouldn't mind going back to, if if you guys wouldn't mind, I know we've kind of moved past that point. Uh, in the film, but uh, we're we're bouncing all over. It's going to yeah, be a chaotic yeah. episode. I wanted to go back um, to the first time that you see uh, the uh, the events of of Howard Stark and 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 wife mm-hmm. dying. Like one, uh, well, what I wanted to ask you really, when you saw that flashback. Now we're all we're all familiar with with the comics a little bit. Not that that would really give this away, but. Uh, you already kind of f- 
felt where this was going. I felt like that was a low lob. Like I felt like that was just or a T ball kind of thing. Yeah, like, because it's like okay, Tony comes to save the day. And it's like something's mm-hmm. gonna make him fight. It's all very fell. convenient. I knew immediately because of be, yeah. it, because of the setup scene that followed. So you have the you have the car driving, to, and then you have the Winter Soldier knock it off the road, and then immediately it cuts to this, it's a this fake, clip. Memory. Yeah, but yeah, here's yeah. fake memory thing. Why the fuck does Howard Stark have Super Soldier Serum? Why does he have it? Yeah, and that's opening another can of that's worms another that's that you another can, can down, of worms that you're gonna go down. It's a good road to go down, but why the fuck does he have it? Mm-hmm. And if so, what the hell? Because Howard's well, sneaky in his own right. Yeah. Well, Howard. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. He tried to take Pim's uh, serum. Yep. Mm-hmm. So he's kind but of, but he also didn't. He also knew that that Pim wasn't gonna. Pim wasn't gonna give it yeah, up, and that was something I really liked. It was a nice redeemer moment for older Howard Stark in in the Ant Man film. Was that like one thing? Uh, Pim, you're gonna, Pim if is you're not, gonna leave. Is, you're gonna is leave. Is a, okay, a, whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. a traitor. Yeah. So that was that was nice. I just wanted to to know what was your reaction to that scene. Did you like? I, I'm still not certain if the Russos and if the, if the writers intended what? for you to know at that moment. Or if it was supposed to be an emotional reveal later, or if it's inconsequential. Like, I, I didn't make the connection immediately when yeah. they when they had those two scenes following, yeah. and that kind of thing. Like you know when they did the flashback and and uh, you know, Tony Stark right? looks so young, right in the, yeah. the manufactured one. I didn't, which I didn't, they did better than Steve Rogers on the tiny body. Yeah, <laughs> and, until the until the sad face at the end, then you got a little bit of the CG wobble. Yeah, that, yeah, but that was yeah. intentional, obviously, and that, and that was the thing. Yeah, right? that's true. I didn't make that connection seeing those two scenes sort of juxtaposed like that. But then it was when they cut to the car again like the second time they do that flashback immediately it was like oh shit this is what's gonna happen yeah right like so i was a little slow on but the uptake on that one but did it hit you as hard like this no it, it emotionally felt, but it, it felt it, fluid but like the it, only it, time it really got me is when you obviously know winter soldier is going to use his robotic arm to kill people yeah. but killing stark's mom with his regular hand yeah, that's that's kind of cold hearted. And that's the thing. It, it was a challenging scene, like morally, where you know, like Cap is like, dude, he was brainwashed and that kind of thing, right? Yeah. Like, like I, I, I get that, and that's hard to reconcile. You want to be like Tony, calm down, like just. The but fine. you know, we can't. But the thing is, is just that, like, when it happened, it did feel a little contrived. Did we? Yeah, but how yeah. long has Cap known? That's a good question. And besides, because yeah. like, he alludes when to knowing, the, or he alludes to question, suspecting, yeah. which we all suspected Suspect, outside yeah, of yeah. the films, but at the same time. That that was going to play out that way in the yeah. films, but it, like like you said, they need to give him a reason to fight. So was there a better way in this context? Because they departed so much from the books. Like when they when they were making the movie, and they're like, "We need Spider Man." I'm like, based on the books, you have to have Spider Man unmasking, well, based, yeah, to have some Whatever. war. But then they changed, and it didn't happen. And nah. you knew that none of the other heroes, yeah, had secret identities. Are we yeah, thought Iron Spider question, so, that, so well, they did. Sorry? Are we going to get an Iron Spider? Yeah, that's that was a big worry of mine as well. I just yeah, didn't I didn't think, want to I didn't see, see a first Spider Man in Marvel. Spider Man yeah. to be situated first yeah. before you get the Iron Spider. Yeah, I don't even think Iron Spider is necessary in general because that's just sort of like another moral sort of like like quandary form to have during the whole Civil War thing. So we flip flops in the books, and so I thought they might do that in the film, and I'm kind of glad they didn't because no, I'm kind of glad it was just a straight introduction. I, yeah, he looks at his suit. It's like okay, kid. Let me yeah. give you something realistic here. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I know it's it's a it's a weird moment in the film when you first see Spider Man and you see the suit and you see the eyes and it already all makes sense. The eyes were amazing. Yeah, yeah. At that moment, but it's a weird feeling when you when you realize that looks like a Spider Man suit, and every film that we've watched for the past two decades 
has it like sort how did of. he make any of those suits sort of but, yeah. yeah it's true like with this exterior stitching and the fucking crazy yeah, even though they show toby mcguire like do it in the first one or whatever it's yeah, just like he's it's just like he going on a sewing machine whatever to, yeah but here's <laughs> the thing each suit that we've seen yeah in going from toby mcguire spider-man till now yeah. Has always been a different variation of Spider-Man suit. Now, my favorite now variation, classic, yeah. which I kind of enjoyed, was the first Andrew Garfield one for the Amazing Spider-Man one. Is that because the one you, with the black eyes, or is that with the, the, the one with like, the mesh eyes? It's not the mesh eyes; it's the black eyes. But okay. you actually see him doing the research and trying to buy different suits mm. and putting them together mm-hmm. himself. Yeah. So you see him making the suit himself, yeah. mm. and it's like, okay, this does look like a handcrafted. And then the next yeah. film, it's like, okay, you got the white yeah. eyes again. Fuck off, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also do like in these films that that they're not afraid to have a different quality to the suit. So they're not, say, for example, someone who completely demands on... Yeah, exactly. Someone that has, say, for example, Iron Man, that without the suit is nothing. Hmm. They don't need to put, say, for example, the same aesthetic that Iron Man has to, say, someone like Steve Rogers or to someone like Peter Parker or something like that. They can have a more basic suit because it's in line with their... It's in line with their uh, abilities. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know? Because while, say, for example, someone like the Winter Soldier with the metal arm could do something like what you saw in the film where he literally tears or starts to tear the power unit out of uh, Tony's suit, um, Spider-Man can do that without a metal arm. Mm. Mm. Like you see him stop a a car to save a kid. Yeah, and you also see him stop Sebastian Stan's fucking punch. You have a metal arm? Cool. Yeah. (laughs) It kind of goes back to the whole Guardians of the Galaxy thing. Yeah. Your arm. Mm. And that, they stayed true. Every Marvel movie up until now, somebody's lost an arm. Yeah. But, sorry, not but. Yes, end of thought. New, uh, back <laughs> New to thought. The, yeah, back to the thing. That was the one big problem that I had with this film, which is such a nitpicky thing. Uh, and it shows the quality of this film when I keep, in retrospect, going back to that, is that Spider-Man's powers were contextual to the needs of the film. Mm. And that bothered me a little bit. Ooh. Where, uh, uh, but then again, you need a full film to like see. Yeah, but uh, uh, at he least there was no origin background. Yes, like there there was, but there wasn't. Yeah, it was just like boom, let's go. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You got a passport? And no, you've yeah, been in yeah, Germany. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they Wait, all, where, where are we going? They also uh, tiptoed around it with having Tony ask him, "Why are you doing this?" And then him saying the whole very nice, uh, very well written, very the, nice touches on that, like a yeah, little, like a little like, convoluted of great power. Yeah. Bad things happen. They happen. Because of you, if you don't act, yeah. and you can. I love that. I love the idea of that. Kind of loose to the old Uncle Ben thing, I think. It is. But that's they exactly beat, what it is. But they like, beat around the bush yeah. on the with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. They, he just had him say it in a different way. And again, like they it, still got it into it, the fucking it movie. It felt a little convoluted because as it's happening, I'm like, this is how you're doing it. I mean, mm. well, just throw the line at me. Just do it. But you know, but I'm glad you didn't. No, because it like, would have been cheesy. Throw it out halfway and then have Stark's like, yeah, hey, yeah, whatever. We gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> with with great power, yeah, I know. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah kid, uh, you're trying to tell me I've been around this earth longer yeah, than I, you. Yeah, I, I just signed the Sokovia Accord. I understand. I get, I get, I get responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I like. I, I know you guys don't seem to have the same gripe as I do, but this this fucking, like you, like you said, you no, see but, him stop a car that's 3,000 pounds yeah. that's moving, and then you, but then he, like, fucking... He's going toe-to-toe with Rogers and gets yeah. knocked out by a spin, by a spin, and he gets thrown. Yeah, but his Rogers weapon. is a super soldier. 
Yeah, but Rogers also, is not in, as strong as him. What they should have done if they were not. No, no, he Rogers is not as strong as the oh, Hulk, and fucking so, so, uh, Spider Man can almost go up against so the Hulk. Yeah, but here's, here's a solution the sec- for like, you. It's like <laughs> Scarlet Witch is probably at the top in terms of strength because of the things that she can do. Because of the yeah, fact she that she can, can hold back the vision. Like yeah, House yeah. of yeah. M, she's going to fuck with yeah, some shit. Then, <laughs> then you probably got the Hulk up there next in terms of just like, the angrier it he grows, gets, his power is going to increase. Thor would go ahead of the Hulk, I would say. Thor's close up there, and then you have. Spider-Man on that next rung, right at the top. His powers exceed a lot of these cats. And that's the thing, is that it's this... Uh, because his powers are essentially the power of a spider again, grown he... exponentially. But here's the thing. So, How long has he been doing it? No, has he, I, I has understand he that, but he, he stopped a fucking car, is Nick. He, is he has whole potential. Cap, stop the helicopter. But but does Pull he learn? But does he yeah, learn how but, to... That's a, that's a the helicopter say, wasn't moving fucking at, like, you know, 60 miles an hour. Yeah, but, but dude, that's the thing, like, that's out Superman, of control. That's, Superman that's just weight and stuff. But, I mean, think yeah, of it this way. Yeah. So is Spider-Man... He did what Spider-Man... Or what Superman should have done in the yeah. Superman movie. Well, yeah, there you yeah. go. Totally. But, like, is Spider-Man's Great strength scene, developing, though? Like, is his strength developing, or is it always there? Is it intrinsic? Like, is he going to become more Spider-Man-ish in Homecoming? We'll get to that. I imagine so. I don't think he knows the potential yet. How do you not know the full potential of your strength? It's like there's no, but, but I'm just saying, if but think about stop, it this way. Yeah. If you're standing there and holding something and he pulls you, it's not because you stood, you didn't st- stand hard enough. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like that's just innate. Like, like, if we're going to go, if we're so, going to get into like, this, like, Spider-Man no, doesn't kick his ass how many times. But dude, I'm saying, here's... The Goblin's kicked Spider-Man's ass how many times in the comics? So this is what I'm getting at. Here's the solution to your... Yeah. Uh, your gripe okay. is that, and this has been done in the comics and the cartoons. Having, and everything I don't have before. a problem with. Oh it, no, no, but I'm, saying, I'm just saying but just that they to address played the with it a little too much. So put it this way: he's standing on something. Yeah. There's a web. He goes to swing him, and instead of him losing his grip, or getting pulled, whatever he's stuck to with his spider feet gets ripped apart and taken with him. Mm-hmm. It's classic. They've done it a million times. Why yeah. they didn't do that there, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But you know, is Cap strong enough to break something off with Spider-Man attached but to it? Absolutely, using, yes. absolutely. But the fact right? that he's using his shield to get out of the webbing. Because he did go for his feet, which is he, technically yeah. the way to yeah. get Cap. Go for yeah. the feet, because he's yeah. got shitty feet. <laughs> yeah. Yo, you got your feet are shitty. He's got shaggy. Not much of a dancer. That's what you think about it. It's like... Yeah, no, no, you're legs. right, man. I'm just thinking, but like in terms of Brandon's point, just like a solution there, like it's been done before. Yeah, maybe they could have done something. That. I yeah. completely agree. Yeah. I gotta admit, the two most comic reliefs besides Tony were Spider-Man and Ant-Man. Oh, fantastic! That was my favorite. He's like, part. here, throw this at this. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was a water truck. Now <laughs> that was good. I forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> that was great. May I ask you because uh, we talked about this? Uh, you were uh, you were actually to 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 be a little more transparent when we did the cap. Uh, um, Iron Man debate. You were, this, yeah, you were, you were off screen. You were watching it like fucking shaking your fist at Devin and I. Um, oh, I was a little bit. Yeah, yeah little, at some points off. But um, we talked off air, and and you were on the side of me when I said that a lot in terms of pure volume, a lot of Cap's villains are better um then then iron man's like rogues gallery it's not as strong per se except for the ones that they share mm-hmm. but um the one that i want to ask you about is is crossbones what did you think of him in the film and did you notice that line where he said i'm not built like that anymore and do you think that that is a precursor uh and his fighting style and all of that to maybe an emergence of taskmaster <laughs> In the films, awesome. I would love to see Taskmaster huh. in Possibly, the films. Possibly, but oh, yeah. I think he was really underutilized. He was, but I, who's he getting that shit for? Because it never says. Because yeah, he, exactly. he, he's, he has, he's technically that's Hydra. A suicide he mission. is technically Hydra. Not anymore. He and and he even says like, 
at the one when he gives the the yeah. vial to the one guy, he says, uh, you know, get to the get to the airstrip or whatever. And then they say, you know, where are you going to meet us? And he says, I'm not. Mm-hmm. So he's already sacrificing himself mm-hmm. for some greater mission. And what is that mission? Who is mm-hmm. that enemy? And and to me, and it's, it's got to be the guy that trained Crossbones at least in on it. We have some Taskmaster. Then again, it is all a, of his fighting style comes from Taskmaster. Then again, it is a bioweapon one. I don't know. I'm kind of thinking Red Skull might still be around. I oh, believe whoa. he is. He'll be back. And yeah, even back. Feige has, has alluded to he could yeah, be there. Because also, Mandarin, the real Mandarin, could still show up. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like with like I hope Red so, Skull, like the rumor. Shame. Yeah, yeah, the rumor was well, that they you've were seen the Marvel. Uh, the uh, sh- sh- what's it? What are they called? One takes. Yeah, the one yeah, takes. One shots. Yeah. Here's a kicker. Go back to Civil War. Uh, not Civil War. Go back to Winter Soldier. Yeah. Remember when they're taking that guy, the hydrogen, throwing him off the roof? Yeah. He's alluding to like we keep tabs on everybody. Yeah, Stephen yeah, Strange. Yeah. So this now this strange Stephen Strange, Doctor Strange is coming yeah, out, right? Yeah. They're keeping tabs on Doctor Strange. Why he has no power? If he has no powers at this point, this movie hasn't been released. So maybe there's a certain time frame within Doctor Strange that we're gonna see. Yeah. Because uh, that he's meets fully, up. That meets up because there's something there mm-hmm. that's going to catch up to where we need to be. I also love the prospect of Doctor Strange 1 because it's, it looks fantastic, has an amazing cast. We talked off air about Tilda Swinton, uh, Chiwetel Ajafor, mm-hmm. Mads Mikkelsen. Mikkelsen. Yep. These are all like smaller parts in the film, and it's like any one of these people could they fucking carry, carry a yeah. film yeah. by yeah. themselves. Yeah. But there's so and much then more. Cumberbatch. There's so much more that we don't know because the timeline and it we brings really magic know what the onto is. Earth. And this yeah. is well, what's interesting. And that's what right? I love like, about this character like coming the, in because they fucking need it before. Uh, for infinity, yeah, work. and that's the thing. So I feel exactly. like there's there's maybe not some alternate timeline, but just some like they're going back. Yeah, like exactly. Doctor Strange origin happened in the nineties. Kind the of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. right. Because if you look at it, like yeah, we're keeping tabs on Stephen Strange. Or the other one was uh, oh. in Agents of Shield um, ah. when they they find that they, they that find this little uh, like Cree satellite beacon thing mm-hmm. in like the one of the most recent episodes and it's the symbol from like the the, the whatever the sanctum sanctorum yeah, like yeah that yeah, window yeah. it's that symbol on this ball that summons the the Cree yeah to earth right and so it's one of those things like there, there's some serious stuff set up this isn't by accident no, no there's you know? something coming and what i love about why i mentioned taskmaster is because it also it's an interesting thing that maybe he too is because you've got to assume hydra has other agents that mm-hmm. aren't just working at shield they're doing other things, other places, and he is one of those people who would play both sides. It's whoever's got the yeah. most cash or well, most whatever he getting needs. Totally so, off topic. Sorry, I have to say yeah. this: with the new Spider-Man on the way, we're gonna see a crossover or at least a hint of like this kid going around New York saving people. Daredevil going into the kitchen and being kicked out of the fucking kitchen. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if you see Daredevil making. I, know, I mean, like I was surprised Punisher wasn't involved. But we can in get Civil to War. this in segment yeah, three. That could have been cool. Punisher was a good part, a huge part of Civil War. Yeah. Yep. His war journal is probably one of the best. His, no, I've those read. two books and his whole interaction with Cap was mm-hmm. stellar. Like, yeah. So, third segment for the kitchen crossover. You can yeah. maybe throw that into your film. But just we'll one see. one last thought on Taskmaster, yeah, yeah. really quick. Like, there's there's a, an episode of um, it's one of the newer Spider-Man cartoons. Yeah. where Daredevil shows up or Dare, fuck uh, Deadpool shows up. Deadpool shows up and yeah. faces off against Taskmaster. Mm. You know, like Taskmaster's whole thing is like, I can copy your moves. I can do what you do. I read yep. you immediately. He can't read Deadpool because Deadpool's batshit insane. Yeah, insane. Right? Yeah, and it's like, see, no that logic. would be cool, but that's never gonna happen. But Deadpool <laughs> might be insane, but he's actually the smartest guy in oh, yeah, the whole yeah. Marvel universe. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, he's His brilliant. brain's like regenerating at a faster rate than everybody. And going back to the strength thing spider-man being as strong as the hulk almost and that kind of thing like they talked about doing that with wolverine back in the day mm-hmm. where it's just like oh through his healing factor his muscles are getting bigger and like certain author certain writers for the series talked yeah. about making him as strong as the hulk because he got stronger and stronger well, through the, the 90s and then they brought him back right now, but 
with the Hulk, I kind of yeah. do. It's kind of a wish when Infinity Wars drops. Yeah. There's one comic where he's got the Infinity Gauntlet, all stones. Yeah. And he rips the Hulk in half. I haven't seen this. But. The only, like, he, Thanos rips him in half with the Infinity Gauntlet. He becomes the second most powerful being in the universe next to the Beyonder. And even then, it's it's a toss. It's a coin toss. Yeah, it's a toss. Up the Beyonder sure. is probably the strongest person in the Marvel Universe. They haven't used them in God knows how long, since yeah. the 80s probably. Yeah. But still. It's I hope they bring that character back. Oh into yeah, it. that could be cool. And they're they're kind of talking because Secret Wars. Right? I would hope a Secret Wars would come because that was one of the best comics in the. 80s. No, that was that was the big thing that set off all like the the idea of these crossovers and everything. That's where right? like, that was it. Yeah, that's where <laughs> Cap gets the shield regenerator. Yep. He can regenerate his shield, and Spidey gets the black suit. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. <clears throat> Sorry. Yeah. Um, so yeah, what what I'm thinking, uh, what 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 they did really well in the first part of this film was set up this separate entity that that's still rolling on and 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 propelling the the ideas of 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 a um a kind of a hydra initiative per se so you, like you said you could see uh red skull come back you could see some of the other cap villains even without cap uh and you could and you could start to get a little more character development you might now that we've seen almost this it, it, this is doubles as a as almost a um a t'challa and a zemo origin story mm-hmm. which is interesting I like and you fact. also get everett rossin who is obviously like integral in a lot of the storylines of of uh, black panther mm-hmm. which is interesting and i i really like that they have martin freeman playing and yeah, i was he's... wondering in all seriousness i was wondering oh, when is this fucking guy going to enter oh, the, that's the thing like he's the a huge actor who's in there for like 30 seconds yeah right? like, so and you know, you know like that he's, he's yeah, there for yeah. the black panther yeah. movie you know exactly. that that's where he's yeah. going and and I like that that they they did keep Zemo alive because it allows them to now push that would have forward. Been brutal if they got rid of him. Oh, because yeah, like Daniel he's, he's Brühl. One of, he's one of Daniel Brühl is yeah, one amazing. He's one of Cap's yeah. biggest villains. Like yeah. you know, like yeah. And it's so great. It's the shield versus the sword. Yeah. In all seriousness, he, Zemo fights with a sword. Cap fights with a shield. For anyone in Brampton right now, which is where you are, you're from, Nick. A sword and shield. <laughs> Been, there. Been there. Yeah. I think Blunch. it's a design store now. It's gone. Yeah, it was years ago. It was there. Blinds In any to, case, it's a blinds to go. I believe it's a blinds to go. <laughs> there you go. In any case, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I like what they did with with that, and I also want to applaud Daniel Brühl because I don't think he had a lot to work with, and he oh, really? and he he made, he made that work. he made that character great as 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 good as it could possibly be performed. Kind of played it off like a. He is kind of like a mimic in a, in a sense. And what's that character for? Uh, the chameleon style. Yeah. Because he's always using prosthetics. He uses prosthetics to get around. Mm-hmm. Like he kills the ambassador, the yep. translator. Mm-hmm. And then he mimics the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's kind of like a puppeteer. Like he orchestrates everything to make these guys go head to head with each other. And mm-hmm. you know what? He wins. He won. Technically, he wins. He yeah, he, he, he got what he wanted. He got he what he wanted. Broke up the Avengers for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah and broke up the Avengers. He pretty much <laughs> they broke up. Yeah. yeah, the band's broken up. Yeah. <laughs> In any case, let's take a little break. We'll come back and uh, let's talk uh, two things. When we come back, we'll do a round of favorite characters. Just break down some of mm-hmm. some of the characters that we liked, didn't yeah. like, whatever from the film. Uh, and then we'll also, I'd like to know uh, in the next segment where this film sits for you in the MCU yep. in terms of ranking. Okay? Mm-hmm. Cool.
Hey everyone, so don't forget to visit us this week at MoviesRoomMyLife.com and also however you're taking part in this episode, please remember to share, leave comments, reach out to us so we can keep this conversation going. Alright, so we're back and let's get into some characters a little bit, gentlemen. Who wants to kick us off? Who? Uh, let's go favorite character, least favorite character or sure. how do you want to do it? Does that sound good? Favorite mm. character, uh, let's go least favorite first. Least favorite first? Or negative go first. negative first? All, All right. right. Who wants to kick us off? I got to think about this. Hang on. Nick, you want to kick us off or no? Okay, I'll go. Tony. Yeah? Realistically, Tony. How many times are you going to play the same sap story over and over again? Yeah, he is a little unlovable, isn't he? And it's the same story every time. He fucks up and then he tries to uh, redeem himself. With the most extreme measures. Action possible. So yeah. I did the did the, the prison, floating prison scene when he goes and faces everybody and turns off the audio and everything. Does that redeem him at all for no, you? No, it doesn't redeem no. him at all because they're still in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like, now in the comics, that's in the prison's in the negative zone, right? right? That, no, yeah. that, the comics is the negative zone, yeah. but the raft is actually still a real prison. It is yeah. a real prison. That is a real yeah. prison, but it's not for it's not in that series. It's not in no. Civil War. No, they use the negative zone. It was built by Tony and Mr. Fantastic. Mr. Fantastic. Mr. Fantastic. That's right. Yes. But yeah, Tony just he he's been on the wrong since the start of the film. Mm-hmm. 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 Like I mean, without Pepper, he's a mess. Well, you know what? I think that's maybe a thing because that's that's like a a big thing for a lot of like let's say even like sitcoms and procedurals on TV where the whole like like conflict is predicated on people just not communicating with each other. You know, mm-hmm. if Cap had just had a little more information and just told Tony before this all went down, like, dude, um, there's something else going on here. Here's mm-hmm. some proof, and they could have gone with it yeah, instead of jumping to conclusions. He and didn't want to listen. Talking. Tony didn't. No, I know. Yeah, that's what even alluded right? to that. Which isn't that? Isn't that a little cheap? Isn't that a little like TV show kind of shit? It's a little like, cheap, but I mean, but I mean that's why I think playing, that's why you don't like I think, Tony. That's I think why he's it just playing the same shtick. Like three movies in, like I start, I make a problem, and I gotta fix the problem. Yeah. He just takes it's it like, all on yeah, his shoulders, yeah. As he would call himself in Iron Man 3, I'm the mechanic. Yep. 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 Yeah, yep. you fix what you already broke. Yeah. Yep. That's my least favorite. Brent, you got one? I don't know, man. Like, I, I feel like I was kind of disappointed in, uh, like, Vision and Scarlet Witch. Like, I like that there were the seeds for, for their relationship that they have in the books and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that they kind of hinted at, you know, they're both very young people. Mm-hmm. You know, even though he's a robot and she's, you know, supposed to be a teenager, doesn't quite look well, like a teenager. Really I, think, thing, but like, I think the but they're both might come Sorry, but, like, but they're both super... vibranium. Sure. <laughs> but, like, they're, they're both, like, super young. And I kind of like that angle, but it was just, like, because it was just sort of the seed for what's going to happen later, we assume, mm-hmm. um, they just didn't really do much for me. Mm-hmm. Like, the chemistry wasn't quite there, but I guess that's the idea. It's supposed yeah, to be awkward. awkward. Yeah. So at this point, I'm looking Teenage at it like, I, I'm, I'm totally open to this to see where you go, but mm-hmm. you didn't really kind of win me over just yet. Yeah. Yeah, just because I, I know it, the context, I'm looking forward yeah. to it. But if I didn't, I was like, "What the fuck was that?" Yeah, I, w- I think that the 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 scene obviously where the the whole situation with Rhodey plays out, where he's holding her in his arms, I think that mm. that is the culmination of 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 all that awkward energy. Mm. Um, and I also like that she has short form for him and all these things mm. like that that shows a familiarity. So mm-hmm. while they are awkward around each other, I think that that is. Is yeah, like I, I don't think it's problematic. I don't think it's an issue. But again, like we're nitpicking because we generally like the movie, mm-hmm. and so that was just kind of like had the least effect on me. So not necessarily like my least favorite, but least I still liked yeah, it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm totally copping out on the question. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, that's the thing. Where it's just because I think of everybody else, and even like 
you know, people like Hawkeye when he shows up and that kind yeah. of thing. I'm like, you know, like you were funny, you were good, it was engaging, you weren't my favorite, but you weren't the worst. I like the way they incorporated you in that kind of thing. He's like, Hawkeye's just a sub character, and I'm yeah. fine just coming in mm. on these. Oh, like, absolutely, and that's the thing where it's just like everybody was treated so well. Whereas yeah, with them, I liked, because I liked Clint. Clint. Oh yeah, absolutely. And his Me interactions too. with saying, the widow right? is good. It's like we yeah. still friends. Yeah, well, yeah. depends yeah. on how hard you hit. But me. then Scarlet Witch is like you were pulling your punches yeah. or whatever. And, and I like the relationship between them, where you know that. That is her connection. That is her jump off point mm. to to the Avengers per se, was, uh, was and Clint. and he feels as though he owes her a debt because of what her brother did for him. Mm. You know, allowed him to get home to his family. You know, mm-hmm. so that's yeah. well, that, and that's the thing. It's just I guess because of those two characters are just so new and so like relatively underdeveloped. Mm. That's where it's like you haven't done it for me yet. I'm waiting to see what you do next. So least favorite. That's kind of where I go. Where it's just like I I understand its function. Just I'm waiting for more. Yeah. You know? No, that's that's reasonable. I'm, damn right, it's reasonable. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, Agent Thirteen. I didn't. Uh, okay, I didn't dislike her. Actually, I really, really like the character. But this girl, the way they wrote her, it's amazing that she turned out as well as she did. So credit to Emily Van Camp for for. Uh, for carrying yeah. the, uh, carrying the role with Didn't with as much grace as she had, basically they should have renamed her character from Agent Thirteen to Deus Ex Machina. Yeah, no, because, you know what? You're right. Because yeah. Cap hits a brick wall and she just walks in with her CIA file. Like I'm going to tell you exactly where they are. You know? Oh, we haven't got our fucking gear. I'm going to show up in a car with all your gear. And they they fucking. Uh, I, was, I was thinking about that in the first half. They, yeah, they they <laughs> yeah, hit like, it. Wow, this is pretty yeah. easy. <laughs> they masked it with this uh, longing, this this uh, stretched out love story. Because she was in, she was in the she first was, Captain America. Right? No, she no, was in two. two. She was in two. Oh, okay, she, she, she was across the hall or whatever. Or yeah, because she yeah. has the showdown with yep. crossbones pre crossbones. No, I remember, and that was the thing. But I mean, like oh, the, in, the Mexican in, standoff in Shield. Oh yeah, and she and she's in the books and everything. And it was just yeah, Agent Thirteen is a great character. Don't get me wrong, and I think that Van Camp, like Emily Van Camp, is great in the role, and she. She's uh, she, like I actually one of the things that I really really like about her is that she's a dancer, so she's got this mm. wonderful posture. To go back to what we were talking about with Patrick Swayze in the <laughs> in the '80s Action Week episodes, uh, which Nick was fucking bashing me about off air. Um, There's some I, picks I don't like. Yeah, he's uh, he has these fluid kicks and, oh, and yeah. amazing postures. It's choreography, so, man. So you, like. <laughs> And, and a dancer's kick. Yeah. <laughs> and so what's interesting about her Yo, character... I don't want to get kicked by a dancer. Yeah, no, I don't want to get kicked no. by Patrick Swayze. Yeah, but in all seriousness... Especially at the time of my life, because it won't right? be. Right? No, exactly, exactly. <laughs> right. But um, what I love about how sh- how her uh, dance background plays out in, in this film is actually in her posture. Mm-hmm. So it makes her seem more like a police officer. Because yeah, she has this strong, yeah. you know, upright... You know, just proper mm-hmm. energy, just strong. It's the way she reacts to like instances too that mm-hmm. I saw that. So there's just grace, but there's a strength to it, and I love all of that. So I'm not knocking the character. I'm just knocking the mechanism is that, that they've used save, for the character. Is that what saved the writing? Yeah, yeah. You it's know? like it's a scapegoat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Scapegoat writing. It, but the fact that she just does it with a plum. Yeah. yeah. So, but she plays it well, though. I but mean, another thing, like just funny little aside to that is a, a friend of mine she saw civil war without seeing the first two captain america movies really they stand on it stands on well that's the thing she, she goes like i really liked it but did i miss anything because i feel like some of the characters i'm like shit you know what winter soldier and 
Yeah, Agent 13 make no fucking sense if you haven't seen the previous two and you haven't read the books. Like, yeah, it stands on its own. Or if you saw Avengers, you're like, cool, yeah, I get what's going on. you don't understand why it's like, Bucky, he's my friend, he's my friend, but that's he's the thing. my and friend. And then it's those like, two. Holy fuck, man. Yeah, I get it, bro. But no, but I mean, the thing is, it's just funny because with her, she was looking at it just like, I feel like I should have seen the two movies because those two characters were what mm. the fuck. And I was like, oh shit, you know, we took it for granted that we're already familiar with this. Yeah. yeah. And so those those are two big weak spots where they're like one deus ex machina and two central fucking character to yeah. the movie. And yeah, they are really contingent on the continuity. Yeah. You know, it be it requires more of a suspension of disbelief. They're the only if you haven't seen those yeah, two. You're right. Everybody else the works. only characters that don't you know, stand like, on. Even their if you own. don't know, even if you didn't see Ant Man and know the you know get the Falcon Ant Man joke and that kind of stuff, mm. you can still be like, Well, Falcon's badass, I see what he's doing here. Mm. With those two you don't. You're like the funeral scene, you're like, Why are they nodding at each other? Yeah. You know? And like, there there's an interesting difference though in that they at least do a nice job in setting up a way better job in setting up um, the Winter Soldier versus the setup for Sharon Carter, and that Winter Soldier's I in the opening there was a sequence. Lot of stuff of her on the cutting room floor. I believe I've heard it. that. Um, I believe. Like it. I've seen screenshots from extended scenes, like in mm-hmm. the hotel and stuff, at the elevator and all that kind of thing. So I mean, like apparently there is a lot more. So mm-hmm. we'll see when the Blu-ray comes out. Yeah, we'll, yeah, see, yeah. we'll see. So on, yeah. in either case, in the theatrical release, what you end up with is you end up immediately investing in this anti-hero who's in the very first scene of the film get, giving this giving this mission report and then that that whole subplot uh ends up being one of the biggest red herrings of the film mm. it, again to go back to kind of the espionage undertone of the films again of, of both two and three in in the cap series um it's it's not necessary, but it allows the character to develop within the confines of this one story a little bit cleaner than Sharon Carter delivering a eulogy to apparently just anyone who's like, <laughs> she was a founding member of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, uh, and, oh, for fuck's <laughs> sakes, man. Yeah, but like, S.H.I.E.L.D.'s gone, so Most okay. people remember sh- fucking Peggy Carter as a founding member of S.H.I.E.L.D. People, like, the files were leaked last week, man. <laughs> like, they, ho- been, hopefully been, they had memories, of, yeah. like, of this woman who's been on her deathbed for yeah. two movies yeah. uh, and before then, that. And here's the thing. They even say it at the, in the film. The files are encrypted. It takes a while to get into them. Yeah. Right? They even mm, say yeah, it. They yeah. allude to that. It's like, the files are encrypted. So it's mm. going to take a while for somebody to get into them, unless you're, like, a hacker genius. Yeah. Not all of them, but some are encrypted yeah. is what I didn't see Angelina Jolie says, in the yeah. movie, so I didn't see a hacker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Yeah, I had to throw that in there. Yeah, no Lord Nikon. Lord Nikon. No serial killer. No Joey. <laughs> yeah, no Joey hacking the Gibson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Going into the garbage file. Yeah. To yeah. see if uh, Daisy shows up later. <laughs> <laughs> Broderick isn't around either, sadly, and, you know, we want to go down that road. All right, Computer Movies is actually a panel that we have coming later this year, so you should come back and check that one out, because apparently all we want to do is talk about fucking computer movies. Okay, where happened to Samuel L. Jackson? Yeah. Oh no! I love that. I love that he's not in it. I honestly, why the fuck would this character have dude, investment in this in this plot? I, did, I think he's I just didn't. flying around. I think he's just dude, flying I know, around. I, did. I think he's he's tracking down whatever that biochem shit is from the beginning. He's already on that beat. I didn't even notice he wasn't in it until right now. <laughs> no, dude. Yeah, like I, knew, I just you just wow shit. Okay. I knew right away, but also like even Sam Jackson's come out in the press and been like, yeah. why would he be in this? Yeah. And it's true. Yeah. Why the fuck would he be in this? He was an agent of Shield. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Go on. But yeah, here's I know. the kicker. Here's but the funny it's, part it's about it. It's inconsequential. He doesn't have a, a, a dog in the fight. I don't no, like that expression, but he doesn't have a dog in the fight. Yeah, all that he cares about is you know, his mission, which is now, again, self-defined. But 
wherever he's going like he 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 said at the end of winter soldier yeah. he's going on like a globe trotting mission yeah, yeah. to dismantle the remnants of shield and hydra and shit so like he, i have a feeling that he's going to pick up in a really interesting spot either in another film or to, in infinity wars he does have a helicarrier now yeah, yeah, but that doesn't matter because now you're going to get like a, yeah, but a, I mean, that's what a I mean. Nick that's where Fury like comic vibe. And I would love – this is the perfect time to get a Nick Fury – like Phase 4, perfect, perfect time to get a Nick Fury film because he's one, he's one of the favorites in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Like you just said, you stopped the fucking podcast to say Nick Fury's not in this goddamn movie. Like he's a favorite and, and – He is a favorite. He's, he's, a, he's one of the top ten. I'd Samuel say. Jackson is – one of, if not the best American character actor of the last twenty five years, yep. and and like, and that's not an overstatement. Like that is the fucking no, truth. He's everywhere, you know. Like so, that that guy can carry a fucking movie like this. Uh, and I, I, I'm very, very excited to see what they do with the character. And I love the fact that he's. I want to see him film. actually come back, but at the right. Time. Oh, absolutely, and yep. and then you to know immediately that they had that intent all along. That he's been, say, for example, these little, little breadcrumbs yeah. that they're yeah. dropping no, with his other entity. I saw in the first Avengers, stuff. though. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see what I saw in the first Avengers. He's hiding something. But now, speaking, hiding the hydro weapons, hiding yeah. all that kind of stuff. But think, think about this: mm-hmm. we're talking about espionage films, talking about hiding shit, breadcrumbs, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. They've said they are committed to making a Black Widow movie, mm-hmm. right? There's it's not on the schedule. They don't know how they're going to do it. They want to finish everything they're doing before they do. It. That's what they're saying. Yeah. What if they just surprise drop? a Black Widow movie on us and it totally incorporates Sam Jackson and ties everything together for what's coming. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That kind of shit could happen. And I mean, like, how meta do we want to go with this and how much do we want to fill in the blanks ourselves? And do yeah. we really want you know? to have a Black Widow origin in there? No. I kind of don't. Yeah, we no, kind of we kind of got that, but we kind of got that with we kind of like, got a little with into the, the thing, Age of Ultron and yeah. also like Age of Ultron and also um, Agent Carter had a bit of it in there yep. too, right? Yep. But that's the thing. I'm not so, saying that's what I want, but I'm just saying like I generally trust Marvel at this point because even their misses have been pretty good, and I know that's been said a million times. Yeah, their risks but, have. Well, yeah, yeah, like we we talked about Iron Man three and how yeah maybe it doesn't have the tone of the Iron Man universe, but, man, but it I does. That, it man. does. It's a Shane Black film, and who doesn't love a Shane Black film? Yeah. Like if you don't like fucking Lethal Weapon <laughs> or Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, yeah. you should fucking hit yourself over the head with something hard <laughs> until you get your shit together. Because they're so you're saying Val Kilmer's going to join the MCU? Yeah, perfect, awesome. He'd be a great villain. He could be. He always is. He could be Modok. He's kind of big. <laughs> Just his fucking head? Oh my god! <laughs> no, he's big enough. Like his head's pretty fat. He oh, could do it. Oh man, wouldn't wow. need CG. Wow. You wouldn't need I, practical I, effects for the win. Oh man. <laughs> Danny I, and you are in agreement about that. Danny always talks about how Val Kilmer's head is just growing. You know, oh, exponentially. Yeah, 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 in every film. Oh, yeah. just, there's an equation to determine how big like Val Kilmer's head is going to be. It in the would next work. Film. <laughs> oh man. Hashtag Val Kilmer MCU. All right, favorite character, gentlemen. Nick, you want to kick us off again? No, I'll let That's you guys tough, kick us off. Man. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll take it. We'll go the opposite way. Right. I'm going T'Challa. Good because, choice. Because they... Okay, I got to put this in context. When I was a little kid, I didn't like Black Panther because I thought that he was a Batman surrogate. Later on, as I got older, I realized, obviously, uh, Moon Knight is kind of their... <laughs> crazy fucking Batman surrogate at yep. Marvel. So I uh, that was wrong on my part. And and I see the error in that. But so I never got to really enjoy Black Panther as a character and and never endeavored to really go and invest in a lot of the storylines. I know him from the crossovers. I know him from getting a bunch of free comics once, but beyond that I never I never really experienced the character. But 
immediately from the first time I saw Chadwick Boseman on screen, there there's an energy about that guy um, that's just domineering. And so while I haven't seen enough of his the uh, the head to head of him and another you know heavyweight character to see how much he can really carry a film what i can tell you is that he's got this magnetic uh draw when he's on the screen you just immediately turn your head to where he is and uh, his delivery is perfect it's methodical it's everything that i thought and more that black panther could be in the mcu and i'm sorry my phone is distracting people someone's calling me i forgot to turn it off um but yeah, I wasn't distracted. Were well, you distracted? Well, Nick kept looking at it, so bright lights. <laughs> <laughs> but um, in any case, I I really like the character. I like what they did with him. I like that they managed to both inject a character that's going to be essential to his own story and uh, do a brief synopsis of his origin in this film. So when we get to a Black Panther film, we don't have to sit through mm-hmm. in this era of like antsy yeah. moviegoers. Yeah. 30 minutes of setup before you see Black Panther on screen. We got a good glimpse of Wakanda, which was good. We got serious Mm -hmm. origins for a lot of characters in a very condensed way that totally worked and didn't feel rushed. Mm -hmm. I do like the glimpses of Wakanda that we see. Yeah, that looks looks Post-credits scene number one, stick around. The mid-credits role, yeah, 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 that was great. Really good. Um, Yeah, T'Challa, all the way, bro. 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 Who's up? Uh, Brent, you're up next. Yeah, so... um, for me, and I mean, like that thing I was saying, at, uh, like at the jump, it, I was really impressed that sort of like the new and pseudo supporting characters really stood out, like and specifically Ant Man, Falcon, Spider Man, and Black Panther. Yeah, yeah, we were all excited to see what they did with them, but it it really kind of caught me a little off guard how much they overshadowed everyone else. Hmm. And if I had to pick between those four, because I think it's really between those four for me, um, like Ant Man just was awesome and like like spoiler the giant man thing yep. that was actually spoiled by a lego set yep. months yeah. before they're like it comes with giant man i'm like well there goes that but scene. they didn't we didn't know if that was spoiling yeah, that, ha- that happened to star wars for me yeah, yeah. We, yeah it was actually those... a duracell commercial yeah. that kind of screwed yeah me yeah yeah and that, that kind of ray had the uh lightsaber right. yeah yeah and that thing when it happened you know when it, and when it happened in the movie i was still fucking yeah. stoked about it and i but thought i didn't know that if that was going to be an ant-man and the ant-man and wasp movie or in this film well no 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 they had they had a play set Okay. For, Civil for Civil War, War, for the airport scene. Okay, and it came so I just saw that man toy, and, and I wasn't and, yeah. sure. But here's the kicker. They, so, the writers of Ant-Man had said, we got enough material to even throw Giant Man out there and still have a good second movie. On oh, yeah, yeah. I don't, and I don't so, know if they will, though. <laughs> but yeah. We'll okay. see. I like the look of the Wasp costume at the end of uh, yeah. Ant-Man. Anyway, but that was the thing. Right. So, like, I loved the way you know Paul Rudd, Paul Rudded it up mm-hmm. all the way through, and just the way they actually used his powers, again, with the iconic like on Hawkeye's bow from that cover and everything. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, and him but, inside Tony suit was yeah, that was it's your conscience oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that was, was for me in a while <laughs> no that was so good and then um and all that kind of shit and then um you know and black panther good but i feel like there's so much more to be done with and they just they just scratch the surface with this one pun intended with <laughs> claw marks on the shield anyway um that kind of thing and then uh and then you know spider-man i thought like just such a well, tasteful, take all the characters i'm just saying no just such a tasteful job but these aren't my favorite right okay. i'm saying spider-man t- such a tasteful job and all that kind of thing but, job? yeah totally oh, okay. man. awesome i disagree with all you guys no because okay. what it comes down to like falcon fucking impressed me yes man. it was go. just From so very good the first laugh the first legitimate yeah, laugh of the film he's integral to that first scene playing yep. out 
at all. And there's and there's even like the whole like uh, like this is some like you know like deep internet meme shit. But there's mm-hmm. a lot of people talking about the three way bromance mm-hmm. of Falcon, uh, Bucky, and Cap, where it's yeah. just like they're all totally gay. They're all fucking, and we're just kind of like. I didn't really get that from the movie, but interesting. Well, but the fact that people are getting engaged in that, and even Falcon's getting caught up in that kind of thing, like just I'm saying, just this internet culture, all this kind, kind of sexy. shit. Like, <laughs> hey man, to each their own. If they're into it, they're into it. Have a great time. But Those I'm just are saying, three very <laughs> handsome men. So you know, I'm sure there's someone out there that wants to see that. Three hot guys. Three hot guys. <laughs> but I mean, that's the thing. Like Falcon, I like when he was one of the at the end of Ultron when he was one of the new Avengers standing yeah. there. It was like. What you gonna do with him? He's got like a robot suit, no powers, and what's gonna go on? And then he just ran with it, and he owned it. And it was great because he goes from like support character to, to inspiring character to leader to yeah. voice of reason and everything. Like he stepped up so much. Did you like how um, Steve and Sam were finishing each other's sentences? <laughs> I really yeah. like that. It was no, and that's the thing. It was so well done, and it just like that—that that was yeah. my big surprise, man. That was my thing. He was my favorite, surprisingly to me. And he, yeah, he's yeah. a close runner-up. I said to East in the theater when we saw it, yeah. um, because he was he was going on with Spider Man, Spider Man, Spider Man, and uh, not that it was even his favorite, but he was just talking a lot about it. And yeah. we were talking about a lot of things, and I said, "But wait, 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 wait," you know, Sam and T'Challa miles fucking ahead of oh, everybody yeah. else oh yeah and it's and w- arguably with the same amount of screen time as spider-man or, mm. or only a little bit more sam had more but yeah mm. and it just great yeah. great great fucking job so nick who you got same as brent's oh hey i'm saying i'm sam. my praises to anthony mackie i mean yeah yeah from the Winter Soldier till now, mm-hmm. it's been growth. And just wild how fast yeah. it happened, right? Yeah, and it's amazing. Like, without having your own movie, you just yeah. became, like, the best dude. You became, <laughs> you became a top seller. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. From what I saw in the Winter Soldier, especially the whole laps around the park with Cap. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And getting lapped over and over again and helping Even him, like... his appearance like, in Ant-Man. You know, like, like, they, they immediately... here? you got to write this down. I think mm-hmm. they immediately establish him as an also-ran, especially in Ant-Man. It's like, yeah. well, I fought an Avenger. Well, you know, like, yeah. fought Semi, that. Semi, <laughs> yeah. he fought that one. Yeah. But then you see him actually in this movie, and he's yeah. actually kicking ass. Oh, he holds his own. It's crazy. And it was incredible. Yeah. One scene that I really enjoyed was the swan dive that both him and Tony both take yeah. to catch Rhodey. Yeah. And they both miss. That oh, man. Good. And, and then, then, like, and then, and then, then he lands. And, and then just being yeah. like, and is Tony he okay? Get out of yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Well, yeah. The, 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 uh, the bird suit. The, ant- suit. the bird suit? Yeah, when he's like. Burn suit, suit, all like when suit? it's checked into. Come on, <laughs> come on! But I mean, like in the comics, it's Can so seventies with like yeah. golden diamonds and red feathers and shit. Could you yeah. move your seat up? Sir, Can you move your seat up? Yeah, no. no. <laughs> and then he just moves into the middle. The past, he's yeah. making out with Sherry Carter, yeah. and they're all just in the car, just like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a good moment. Oh man, because you've done that with your friends every time. Oh yeah, oh yeah. every yeah. time I drop <laughs> off my buddies to his girlfriend's house. Yeah. He's just like, hey. like you, you need a ride, or should I just go around the block? Or is this going to be a while? <laughs> on the love, just you want me watch. to go fill up and come back? Want a coffee? Yeah. <laughs> Tic Tac, breath mint, condom. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. So, Loop, man, I don't know what you're into. <laughs> hey, watermelon. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, Pat, yeah. That, I think for the win. Yeah. All right. So, how does this film? rank up for you. Oh, before we do that, I quickly want to say, because we're not going to be able to get back to this. 
one one thing that I criticized Batman v Superman for, if you guys remember, I, know, I haven't seen it yet. Uh, okay, I, I'm waiting for the director's cut. The, oh, the more the, the, the three hour minute, one. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> okay. Oh, um, one one thing I criticized it for was its usage of the flash flashbacks in conjunction with that 18 months later bullshit. But the reason I didn't like it is because it's it's not a practical storytelling tool when you do it fucking once. It's a patch job. So, and why I was in favor of them losing the dream sequences in that film and doubling back for uh, to to a different segment to the Zod fight and get a reveal mm. out of that with Scott McNarney's character, mm. who's also in that Mandarin one take that I was just talking about. Yeah. He's great in that. But um, <clears throat> why why I didn't like it in that film was because of the fact that it felt foreign with incon the context of the rest of the movie because they never revisit that tool. So I have no problem with letter cards in film. Mm-hmm. So before someone goes down that road and sends me an email that says, this movie had letter cards in a, or, you know, the 1991, uh, Lagos, all, yeah, all that stuff <laughs> yeah. on the screen. Yeah. Uh, the difference is, of course, that it was a consistently used mm-hmm. storytelling device. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There is Throughout a difference. The entire film. Mm-hmm. It's like an Ocean's Eleven type deal. Or Ocean's Twelve, when they keep going from like town to town, France, mm-hmm. Prague, mm-hmm. it's part of the plot device. You need no. That. And Civil War, did I really don't want to compare exactly. this film to Ocean's Twelve. I liked Ocean's Twelve better than Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> but where does Civil War rank in your Ocean's Taste, yeah. hierarchy? <laughs> well, if we get George Clooney in there, we're good. Oh man, George Clooney against As Robert Downey Jr. Oh my god, that'd be incredible. <laughs> I just want Clooney in anything. Yeah, He's fucking yeah. charming. Yeah, but with his ER hair. Yes, oh, or is yeah. Roseanne hair? Roseanne hair. <laughs> Roseanne hair. Yeah, I like it. All right, gentlemen. I just wanted to mention that because I know someone is going to fucking email me and go, "No, no, cover your ass, hey, bud." Yeah, <laughs> hey, you asshole. You're praising this film and and you knocked down a DC film. How but much? That goes back how to, much is Disney paying? But you know what? That goes back review, to it goes like back to what you were saying about Agent Thirteen and the Deus Ex Machina. Yeah, it's like, oh, we need to have this so we can sequence yeah, this kind so of thing. It's like use it once and you're like, you just ran out of a way to write yourself. Well, they used this twice. Corner, you know? He was, or, but yeah, yeah, yeah like, they yeah. they literally wrote themselves into a corner twice. Yeah, and then had to had to job. Where's Sharon? Sharon? Hey, Sharon? Sharon? Yeah. And so, I mean, that's the thing. If, if Batman versus Superman, if that's a criticism, don't worry. We made that criticism. No, I've, but well, I've, made right? that, I've made that criticism uh, with some movies in the past, and I've also applauded it with films Gosh, like Clerks. So I'm but, but Clerks, again, does it consistently. Oh, yeah. It's part, so of, it's part of the it's part motif. Of the, yeah. So it, it's different. It's a different thing. How they use it in this film is different, and it's responsible. It's good storytelling, so I'm fine with it. Cool. That being said, where does this film rank for you? Among the MCU, the MCU yeah. films, top twenty. <laughs> That's clever, Nick. That's clever. It's no Ragnarok, it's, it's, but you know, yeah, I'm uh, looking forward to it. Like we we talked in big praise. It, of, no, it's good because like films. I thought Kenneth Branagh did a fantastic job with the first one. one. Yeah. I thought uh, Dark World was entertaining. I'm totally fine with it. I don't hate it. Like yeah. a lot of people do. Everyone um, says that the villain was unmemorable. I thought that Eccleston yeah, was great. Yeah. It was. I just like seeing Eccleston. <laughs> Give that guy work. And the Make fucking, him anything. The, the ether, man. Let's go. It was great. Yeah. But like, anyway. If I had to rank it, it'd be, I don't know. What's above it? Honestly, Winter Soldier's above it. Winter okay. Soldier's number one in my books. Okay. Then Guardians. Yeah. Mm. Followed by Avengers 1. Mm-hmm. Followed by Iron Man 2. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a... Really? Bo- you like Iron Man 2 that much? Better than Iron Man? Mickey Rourke. 
Fair, but wow, okay, okay. Yeah. Whiplash, okay. Mickey cool scene with Whiplash, I get it. But it's like number, the only good thing about Iron Man 2 for me, and we already talked about this, is fucking Justin Hammer. Sam Rockwell is amazing. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. good in everything. He's, like, he's watch, the greatest. When are we doing the Galaxy MCU, Quest episode? Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. MCU-wise, it's number 10 on my list. Number 10? Number 10. Huh. That, you didn't say the films that were above it, but that's okay. You, you got about five or six of them. I got the four of them. Okay. Number 10. Fair. Really? Right? Like dead center. Pretty much, yeah. It's a top ten. Really, it's okay. Right, it got it squeaked through. Brent, I uh, I don't know because like I'm I'm an apologist for a lot of stuff. Like mm. Galaxy Guardians of the Galaxy, way up there for sure. Yeah, Avengers one, just like the puny god scene and shit like that for sure. Like the, these guys are top five, no question. I'm not really gonna rank them one to five or anything like that. Um, you know, Winter Soldier's good, but it's just I don't know that it's what I wanted. But I have nothing bad to say about it. Mm. Um, so. I think I might have liked this a little better than Winter Soldier. Really? Just as an ensemble thing is like bringing it all together. I, I thought it was, was pretty valuable with that. Um, but, you know, like I'd put, I'd almost put Ant-Man above it just personally. Mm -hmm. Not that I think it's mm -hmm. better. Just I think I might have had a little more fun with it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's obviously like I like it better than Hulk. I do like it better than Dark World. I do like it better than, um, uh, oh, geez, like what else? Like. There's just so many things to sift through. Three, like I wasn't Iron expecting three, this kind of thing. I like the thing America is I, one. Iron Man three. Like Captain America I liked, one. I liked Iron Man. 3. Well, here's the like Cap one. Cap one. I thought was an achievement because like how do you make Cap? How do you bring cool. him into modern era? Yeah. And it worked really well. Yeah. Again, I thought it was an achievement. Just, so I'd put this there with that. And then same yeah. thing with um. It was good. It just wasn't yeah. great. And uh, there's no Iron Man. Yeah, and like I liked it better than Ultron. Yeah. But yeah, Iron Man three. That was the thing. Like I loved the way they did Ben Kingsley and the Mandarin. Yeah, so many see, people were pissed about I that. I hated that. I'm but sorry. it was but it was I Guy Pierce, that. right? But it was Guy Pierce who yeah. was like the thing. I no, no, no. But I still like what they set up again in the one take because then the, the like the real Mandarin is going to have his fucking mystic sent, rings and yes. do his shit. Yeah, sent. No, no. Well, but like he, no, he's a terrorist. He's a real yeah. terrorist, and he sent his guys who like worship him after Ben Kingsley. Yeah. And that's such a cool yeah. thing. And then, of course, all the like the post credit shit with Sam Rockwell is hilarious. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. Like, 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 I want to see that. I want to see the real Mandarin comment and then yep. being like, "No, you took my fucking name." Yep, not my bird. Because yeah. that's the thing. Like, I, I hated the ending of Iron Man three. <laughs> Jesus, but I hated the end of Iron Man three. But I love that twist halfway through. It's like, oh, Ben Kingsley just fucking nailed it. That's yeah. fantastic. So this one, I mean, like, I'm gonna be with you, like top ten, but maybe a little higher, maybe a little mm. towards the middle of the top ten. Um, because there's definitely ones that I like better for personal reasons, ones that I think are just better movies, and yeah. other ones where I just kind of disagree with everybody else. Mm -hmm. So, but I mean, it's definitely you know just about to break the top five. Let's put it there. Interesting, you know, so it's like six or seven. Yeah, sure. Let's call it five point two three. Like, yeah, <laughs> Space Odyssey. Interesting. Right? So I, I'm very surprised by that because although I, I know I know for a fact when, when we when we walked out of the theater, I remember East saying to me. This was the best MCU film that he had seen, which I didn't agree with. But when does that wear off, right? Yeah, yeah. seriously. When does it wear off? Well, that's what I asked through him. the list. Um, and so for me, I know in my heart of hearts. Now, again, that action sequence in the center is like a I young the, a the young man's one. wet dream in terms yeah. of like oh, yeah. that's hero against hero. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. even the opening crossbow scene was so well shot. Oh, like it's just, running through the market yeah. and everything. Yeah. You it's know what really I mean? good. Like, there were fantastic him. moments. Here. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's it's. It's a great film, no doubt, but I know in my heart of hearts that it's not better than Winter Soldier, hmm. which in a lot of ways I almost consider to be 
Captain America one, and, like, uh, and that seems and then to be like the, the other one being like a, a fucking prequel, prequel or, or something. Yeah. yeah, but I mean that seems to be the general but, and consensus it is kind of because it's Captain America in modern day, so it's a yeah. separate Captain America. Yeah. Per and se. he's still learning, like, yeah, about diff- yeah, yeah, Captain America semicolon. Like, they do make the joke, and they like, kind of had to do that. Like, yeah. like, that chick's probably a hundred years old. <laughs> we're a hundred years old. Yeah. yeah. So Dolores. Yeah. So, which wasn't that a potentially a throwback to Agent Carter? Because yep. Dot was the other sleeper agent, the other sleeper yeah, agent. Black Widow thing. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, go on. No, no, that's fine. But like, so I know in my heart of hearts, it's better, or it's not better than the Winter Soldier. First and foremost, I have the same problem with Ant Man that you do because I rank it very high for emotional reasons. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't know if it's actually a better made film. I still want to say, the, for example, the the first Avengers. Was it like I still want to see the Edgar Wright version? Yeah, I don't <laughs> yeah. know. I don't know. I just want to see it. I don't want it in the continuity. I yeah. just want to know what it was. Leak the script or something. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. But just throw it on a bus somewhere in L.A. and right, it'll just, come up, man. Yeah. Um, but, but that all being said, I, I honestly think this sits somewhere in between three and four. I mean, are we for being? Me on are we my being, list. That's what I mean. Are we being objective or are we being subjective here? Because objectively, yeah. it's probably yeah, top three film like quality. Subjectively, in terms of like, yeah, I'm going to get personal six, experience. You know I mean? Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, that's I'd, my problem too. Exactly, my problem is that if it's my personal list, just yeah. the, the films I'm going to go back and watch over and over again. Some of those are completely irrational emotional responses. Yep. yep. But yep. as a film, it's really well made. And I'm knocking the film for two instances of Deus Ex Machina. Yep. There's not too many major films made mm-hmm. by major studios, like blockbuster films that don't have like five to ten instances do. of, of Deus Ex do. Machina in them. So. Jurassic World? Yeah, yeah. Oh, good lord. Hey, the T-Rex pen is next to the gift shop. <clears throat> yep. Fuck. <laughs> Let so, me run to Starbucks, grab a coffee before we get killed. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, like, I, I'm, I know that it's well made, and I know how hard it would be to make this film. So that those things all factor in. And my just, level of enjoyment in the film, it was a different thing. I was glued to the screen, mm-hmm. much in the way that I was with The Winter Soldier, which isn't often the case. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't, I, I, to be completely honest with you guys, I bought a huge pop. Me too. And I had to pee like five minutes into the movie. <laughs> and I held it for like two and a half Me hours. Me too, actually. That's the hardest well, thing in they did. They watching. did free yeah. refills at the theater I was at if you bought yeah. a large. So it was yeah. like, oh, I'm getting my free refill. Oh, <laughs> my theater, I saw this guy go back to the machine with a large, no free refills. Mm-hmm. Bitch, I'm going to get my free refill. I looked at it, I'm like, did you just say bitch? Bitch, I'm going to get my free <laughs> refill. Wow. <laughs> but yeah. And like, yeah, come on. <laughs> somebody's blocking you off the machine. It's like, no free refills. Bruh. Yeah, move, bitch. Move, bitch. Get out the way. I want my free refill. <laughs> Just quote 90s songs. Let's go. All right. Yeah, so... It works I, when you want I free think, refill. Right. I think this is one of the best made. Not the best made. I think the Russos achieved a lot more with a smaller cast, but you can't fault them for for working in an ensemble and I think that it's a noble effort and I think it's really high in terms of the actual quality of filmmaking. After Ultron objectively may have failed somewhat in what it tried to achieve with Joss Whedon coming out and saying what he's been saying in the press but being like it was stressful and I was trying to manage everything and I didn't get to do what I not that he didn't get to do what he wanted to do but I I like old fashioned plane they're good that's what I'm eating right now so anyway um, but that whole thing and just looking at it where a lot of people are box is rigged no, but a lot of people are just sitting there just being like, oh, Ultron 2 was, or Age of Ultron was good and we're really happy with it, but it wasn't as good as it could have been or it was problematic. To pull this off immediately after that, yeah, that's pretty cool. That's impressive. You know what? It, you know? If you look back at cinema realistically, mm. ensemble casts 
are hard films to shoot. Yeah, look at the X-Men franchise, yeah. particularly with superheroes. Superheroes it is Just a hard thing, especially because everybody has their own preference and hero. But, I mean, they pulled it off. Mm-hmm. You can't fault them on it. They pulled it off, especially Marvel in general. This is the second. I say this is the second time they pulled it off. Yep, Ultron being Ultron being close being to. sort of a failure. Yeah, sort of, a, would, I, like, sort of a bust, but not sort of a bust. I was saying just because yeah. it maybe didn't hit it's high still, watermark, it didn't fail. It I didn't think, fail. You know? it, didn't, it didn't like they were capitalizing. Yeah, they, like that one. I think is a money grab. That's one of the ones in the series that was totally capitalizing on the how successful the first Avengers film was. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that they wanted another Avengers film that close. But it was, for, and I'd say well, it was. It, let's say it had time. to be a setup for Civil War, and how else would they do it? Mm, you know, so yeah. out of necessity, maybe. But as but. for this one, it's not even an Avengers film. It no, falls it's a like, cap yeah. film. It felt it, like a yeah. cap film. It falls smack dab in the middle, mm-hmm. and it's an ensemble cast, and mm-hmm. the way they filmed it, mm-hmm. well done. Well Do you know, you know what's something that I find really interesting? Since, okay, I know that, that everyone has the habit of uh, applauding the IT director within the Particularly the MCU. Mm-hmm. So it used to be Joss Whedon. Before that, it was uh, fucking Favreau. Mm-hmm. Um, Favreau was the first. Yeah. yeah. So and and obviously now it's the Russos. Russos yeah. um, they're gonna fall out. Well, yeah. You you can't. Not everyone is gonna be a home run. You know, sometimes you're gonna just get on base. Sorry, man, but well, Kenneth no, and it's okay to that. just get like, on Kenneth base. Kenneth Branagh, though, come on. Yeah, I know, but exactly. So good. But at the same time, you can't expect these guys to make. Three good movies in a row. Favreau knew this. He's well, like, yeah. He's like, I'll so he made a Jungle Book, whatever. <laughs> and look how good the Jungle Book turned out. But I have to say, as much as I love Favreau, I'm kind of glad that the days of patting fucking John Favreau on the back for the first Iron Man are over somewhat. Mm-hmm. Because I'm sick of hearing about how, and it's and especially the worst one is from the horse's mouth, like from him about how it set the tone and he set the energy, all. and I'm the greatest. Yeah, and except nobody and remembers the second half of the movie. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> and it's like I, I love the first I Iron Man. I love it. Although oh, yeah. I would have loved it better with Cheadle. No offense to Terrence Howard, yeah. I don't like him as much as Rhodey. I just don't. I don't truthfully, see him as truthfully, I Good. just don't like him as much. <laughs> like Don Cheadle, I know. I there's not too many actors in Hollywood that I like more than Don Cheadle. Tony I can Stank? count them on yeah, one hand. That's him right yeah, here. Exactly. Thank you for that. <laughs> exactly. So like, and and how like most of this movie, he was in a real pissy mood, like as a oh. character, and you still love that fucking guy, you know. And it's been everything that you've seen him in. Since like it, it, his I appearances kinda, in PTA films all the way through mm-hmm. to today, I kind of missed the Iron Patriot suit. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. What's but, your password again? <laughs> Machine rocks. Well, what, wasn't it? Z. But in any case, yeah. my point is just that I'm I'm super glad that now we're starting to get this influx of of different projects taken on by different directors who are clearly talented and maybe just haven't gotten their due yet. And this is an interesting conduit to allow directors that maybe couldn't go out and make a spy well, movie to make get? a spy movie sure, yeah did you hear they're getting for black panther uh who coogler the guy who directed creed yeah they're- oh yeah and, yeah yeah uh, I michael b jordan that. just got cast yep as yep. what uh we don't I, did they say i didn't see who i just heard he was joining the cast but like perfect today. yeah give these directors their due yeah it could work no i i totally agree uh if we have to do the pause and it's like Sorry, but I I apologize. I blanked there. The tone thing, that's what I want to say, Mm. is that now, because people are starting to get that that tonal fatigue, they don't care so much about that tone, you actually start to see these films turning into a legitimate genre. Mm -hmm. 
and so you don't have the Marvel film. You're starting to get the 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 movies defining an energy rather than a tone. It isn't just uh you you're, you don't just walk in and 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 see something and it's a yeah. visceral experience. Now you're starting to walk in and feel something. There's an exchange. It's literally almost a transaction with the audience, and it's so nice to see. As much as I, I totally still grant Favreau credit for starting them on that route. Oh, he killed it. It was yeah. great. But now that you're seeing that transition, it's, it's like not relevant a, anymore. Yeah, it's yeah. A, it, I just don't want to hear that argument anymore. I don't want to hear that celebration anymore. Iron Man isn't at the top of my fucking list anymore, and I can be okay with that. <laughs> so much vitriol. No, I know. Yeah, but think about it. You <laughs> you're not guys... wrong, man. You're not wrong. <laughs> no, but like every Why? fucking time, I tell some guy that like, oh, Iron Man's probably halfway down my list. They're like, oh no. It's like I didn't even like Iron Man as a kid. Why do I have to love? This movie. Nobody liked him as a kid. Nobody liked Iron Man as a kid. Yeah, he was just a well. Hunk of Devin metal. did. Well, Devin. Anyway, hi. Oh, Devin hi. likes. Hi. Him. How are you doing? <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. But I mean, that's the kind of thing where it's just like, yeah, props for so did Danny. I think actually. Well, I was like, like, I always knew Iron Man was important, and now when people are saying, "Oh, Favreau took like an unpopular character," I'm like, wasn't he huge in like the 60s and 50s and 70s and stuff? Like Iron Man. Mm, you yeah. know, it wasn't until the 90s that he kind of fell out of fashion because he wasn't like. It was more Spider-Man at that point. Yeah, well, yeah. His appearances in Spider-Man and the comics and the cartoons actually brought him back into relevance for me right. and people like me. And that's so the thing. So I mean, like, uh, but people saying, "Oh, we took an unpopular character." I'm like, Iron Man's always been a staple, and yeah, he was the one you didn't sell off because nobody wanted him because yeah, he wasn't Spider-Man the Avenger. But yeah, no, he's always been huge. So I'm not surprised they did it. I'm happy how they did it. The fact that it was Favreau being uh, passionate about wanting to do it, and Robert Downey Jr. being passionate about being like, "We need to work together on this. I will do mm. whatever you want to make this happen," mm. and they did, and it worked. Cool. But then. You don't remember the second half of the movie, and then Iron Man Two. It's not as 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 strong. Of, you don't remember it's the not Iron, as strong as it is. Dude, you don't remember the Iron Monger fight? <laughs> no, I do, but I mean that's the kind of thing. And the whole it just doesn't it doesn't. There's a stand midsection out. where you just uh, that just. That's what I'm saying. It's like when he hits the bus and he's getting run no, over dude, by dude, the dude, car. I, rem- I remember it, but I'm just saying it's that kind of thing. Most people remember, you know, the 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 Audi. You know, like he drove an Audi A8 whole, or R8 or whatever it was, and that no, kind of thing. A8, like, I think, yeah. Or no, it's R8. R8 yeah. You're right. Anyway, but I mean, that kind of thing. It's just the Iron Monger fight wasn't, you know, pivotal. wasn't amazing. It was just like you got to wrap this up with, uh, uh, you know, bald guy on the on the Segway. You know, and it's on, great. No, man. I'm kidding. Open I know. I'm totally. I'm totally putting character. it down. But I mean, that's the kind of thing. As it goes, like basically from the first half of Iron Man to the reveal of Ben Kingsley mm. as an actor. Mm. I mean, between there, it's kind of a blur for me. Yes, yeah, that's, what, that's that. all I'm trying I'll to say. I agree with that. It's you just, know? it's just the the beginning of the Iron Monger fight, and and then you you come to for you have this like fucking fever dream of Sam Rockwell doing mm-hmm. a stick, mm-hmm. and then on a stage, and then you wake up and yeah, Ben mm-hmm. Kingsley's in prison. And you're like, what the fuck just happened for the past yeah, three yes. movies? And that's the thing. So I mean, like, yeah, giving, that's a fair give, assessment. I say, yeah. give Favreau. And and Robert Downey Jr. Incredible, incredible respect for kicking Absolutely. it off. But look, get off my like, back I'm about saying, putting higher films, saying, or su- putting su- newer films higher. Right, supporting yeah. your point. Yeah, it's no longer a comic genre. It's mm-hmm. now how do you create this classic genre in a comic yeah. setting? Make a fucking movie, like we yeah, always dude. say on the show. Make a movie. <laughs> And it's that's the thing. about so like, making a comic book movie Russo's anymore. It's not about tones in America. Any, yeah, it's not about no. anything. It's it's no yeah. longer. It's like, oh, I'm a hero. No, it's, no. there's more to yeah. the story. It's than about cultivating yet. a true response and from I, the I audience. I think that's a great way to put it. I totally support you. And I think, like, yeah, Iron Man is not the. It, it's sort of the prototype, but we have definitely iterated from there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And even in that, they still kind of just, you know, they took what Spider Man did. A decade earlier, and Spider-Man took what mm-hmm. fucking Batman did mm-hmm. a decade earlier, and Batman took what Superman did a decade mm-hmm. earlier. So, 
you know. I still do. Who fucking cares? Just make a good movie. I want to see like the old like seventies, eighties. No, I want to see the old seventies, eighties, like Cap, Punisher, uh, like the Corman Fantastic Four. I want to see that Avengers movie. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I mean that's the kind of thing. Like just as pure camp, let's go. I think it'd be fun. But obviously, I I do like where things have gone. Civil War is just a reaffirmation of that, where it's just like you guys still got it. This is cool. What are you going to do next? I can't wait for twenty twenty because I'm stoked to see Captain Marvel because mm-hmm. I've never been a Captain Marvel fan and I want to know what the hell's going on yeah was this season no oh. Captain Marvel uh, sorry Captain Marvel was the original name of Shazam yeah before it was owned but, by DC DC yeah. bought the character and because there was now a Captain Marvel in the in the Marvel universe they, they had to they had rename to. him Shazam yeah, we, yeah. yeah. so like because, because the, she was Miss Marvel yeah and the new yeah. Captain Marvel Captain is Miss Marvel. Marvel and then the new Miss Marvel is uh, what's her name who can stretch and stuff and that kind of thing uh, oh, um, Kamala Khan. Anyway, yeah. Um, but yeah, I play a lot of Marvel Puzzle Quest. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. <laughs> How is that? Addictive, but I'm trying not to spend money, okay? Okay. You All right. <laughs> so, uh, to continue our thought of make a fucking good movie, yeah. we're going to come back in a minute. We're going to pitch our ideas for a Spider-Man homecoming nice premise. segue. Well done. Thank you. Well played. It's like I do this regularly. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, I'm new I can't here. wait. <laughs> okay, so next week on the show, Danny and I are discussing the film catalog of David Fincher. We hope to see you then. All right, so we're back. And gentlemen, it's time to pitch our hypothetical version of Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> Who wants to kick us off? I'll let you guys go first. You sure? All right. I mean, like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll take a stab at this because it's not something I'd really thought of. Like, yeah. when I first heard about it and I saw sort of, like, the, the, the splash for it with, like, the little circle Spider-Man mask logo and the yellow writing and the blue background, or maybe I'm remembering that wrong. No, no, I think that's, that's absolutely yeah. right. I'm looking at it. Like, it just looked it looked very bright and... and, and Looked um, like the animated series from yeah, our childhood. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? And and so it was that kind of thing. But so it's I got didn't, like some extra things around it, too, which yeah, is like, really cool. I just didn't know how, how to take that because it seems so out of step with the rest of the MCU and what they've been doing. Because um, they've been going for, like, you know, fun, but still serious. Like, mm-hmm. still very rooted in, like, something that's that's, you know, realistic and tangible while still being fantastical. Whereas that one just seems pure comic book. Yeah. You know, and I think that's kind of cool, but I didn't really know what to make of it. And then when I saw the first image of, you know, the Spider-Man costume and everything, I was like, this is going in a very, very bright and soft direction, Mm -hmm. which as we established earlier is kind of perfect for this incarnation. And we're kind of into it because we haven't seen anything like that yet. But in terms of fitting it in with the rest of the MCU and then whatever, you know, Sony does, whatever input they have, we don't really know yet. Um, I just didn't know what to make of it. And so when you brought this up at the beginning, I was like, oh, shit, what am I going to do? I haven't given any thought. And then mm-hmm. something that you guys touched on earlier was the whole Hell's Kitchen thing. Yeah. And, you know, um, uh, what was it? It was something with uh, with Jessica Jones. Shit, totally It'll come back to me, but I mean, it's, Rosario Dawson makes an appearance in that, mm-hmm. and uh, and so like and and I guess like you know the Punisher aspect and that kind of thing. Now that Punisher's got his own series ordered and that yep. kind of thing, because that was so good. Yeah, I, I don't, think he's, I don't those, think he's gonna stay in the kitchen though. I think he's no, gonna no. Go off. But oh, those, for, but the, but those yeah, first sure. four episodes of season two of Daredevil with Punisher, like they could have cut it off right there. That was so Gratifying, such a good yeah. arc, you know. Yeah, just that four episode arc. I mean, yeah, it's great when he ended up in prison and met Kingpin later and all that kind of stuff. But again, mm-hmm. like the the continuity is like already very clearly laid out yep. um 
So that kind of thing, like, I do like the idea of him going into the kitchen, but then how do you reconcile the very, very dark, gritty uh, Netflix world with this, you know, happy-go-lucky sort of soft Spider-Man throwback mm. and then somehow make it tie in with, um, you know, the MCU at large? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, like, and, and where does Uncle Ben figure in? I mean, are they just going to avoid that? You I'd like know, to see like, them do it in maybe a responsible flashback, like a form. flashback. But I mean, even then, but, it seems it seems it seems like not fan service. It seems yeah. like lip service almost. You know, yeah. I and mean, like I don't know. Like I, I I don't know what kind of story they're going to go with, and especially if they want to distance themselves from what Sam Raimi did and and what was done with the Andrew Garfield movies and that kind of thing. Um, what do you? Um, two things I just thought while you were saying sure. this. Um, what do you think with regards to <clears throat> with the Hell's Kitchen scenes? What if he's literally there at night? Mm-hmm. So most of the daytime stuff happens in Manhattan, and the kitchen happens at night. You can rectify some of the the, the variants in there just by strictly kind of dividing that line with a hard visual of the day and night. And does he feel out of place in the night scenes? Yep. And is he sort of out of his depth that he's sort of seeing, like he saw just like how... only Im- see Daredevil at night if right. you're bringing him in. Of course. I mean, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's the thing. Like with, in with, court in the daytime. So with Civil War. <laughs> <laughs> but so like with Civil War, right? Um, he got a taste of just the gravity of everything. Mm-hmm. And then with Hell's Kitchen, he gets sort of a sense of just how awful things can be at the street level. Mm-hmm. And so he's kind of stuck in between because, you, like you said before, he's almost as strong as the Hulk. And, you know, he's he's definitely a major player superpower. So on street level, does he sort of realize that a place and maybe this isn't what he should be doing? Is it sort of a a way to deflect him back into something bigger. I don't know. Like it's, it's really interesting. And then if we do end up getting like a secret wars down the road, you know, is this what sort of sets him up where he's like, these guys don't need me. They have it. Uh, I'm destined for something bigger, mm-hmm. you know? So, I mean like it, it I just, it, the name homecoming, like, yeah, he's coming back to Marvel. We're going to do it justice, that kind of thing. I wonder how much of a role that's going to play versus how much the context of the MCU, do they use it to catapult him into something else or do they bring him down to earth? Mm-hmm. You know, and and in in terms of how to how to approach it and how to wrap it up, I'm just not sure. Yeah, like I don't know what I would do with it. Would you pick as a first villain? That's the other thing I was getting at. Like we've heard rumors of of Vulture and stuff and and that kind of thing. I would um, love to see Mysterio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like that's the thing. Do you do like a Sinister Six kind of thing? Not off the jump. Not you know the what I jump, mean? No. But I mean, and that because they tried to establish that with the Amazing series, and yeah, like, look, how was, that, look how well that turned out. It was just cheesy because they were trying to build another MCU or another X Men universe or another kind of thing. They were just trying to do like, you know, like have it sprawling when it really didn't need to be because it's Spider Man, and you can just do this forever. You don't need to start having spinoffs from one that. of the best things I've ever seen with the Spider Man in a con- in a cartoon format. It's uh. Have you ever seen the Spectacular Spider-Man cartoon? That's the newer one, right? Yeah, I've seen so like the second, la- it's and the stuff. second last one, but they're considering it the best Spider-Man cartoon. Mm-hmm. It he's got the black suit, mm-hmm. he's sleeping. The black suit puts itself on, and he defeats the Sinister Six without even realizing he's doing it. Yeah, interesting. And that's what I mean, like I like you know stuff like Black Suit and, and like Venom and Carnage, and you know Maximum Carnage is such a cool story. Maybe that's something they build up to, right? But um. But yeah, like I don't want to see any of that that off the hop. That 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 cop out to the cheesy '90s stuff. Like you know, Venom's a cool character when we're eight, and like, oh my god, and you know, um, all that kind of stuff. But there's not a lot of depth to it, yeah. right? Uh, I, Sorry, I'm I'm formulating my storyline yeah, no, while, you, while you're going. 
And that's the thing. I'm just like Venom's more of a round three type villain. And almost then, like he he's he's the civil war. He's the personal conflict. He's not a big overarching story piece for everything like that, right? Um, No, in terms of first villain, I I just don't know. I think I think yeah, Mysterio would actually be really cool because we haven't touched on that yet, and maybe that integrates well with a lot of the other people. He's more dangerous than people actually believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, look at um, Quicksilver in um, X Men. uh, Days of Future Past mm-hmm. nailed it. Yep, amazing. Yeah. But he also was so powerful that they couldn't keep bringing him with them for the yeah. rest of the movie, or else he just solved every problem. Exactly. But I mean, that was the thing. It was just such a cool thing. Like they made him great. So if they could do something like that with Mysterio, sure. Where it's just one of those guys. You're like, he's the cheesy purple and green guy with the bowl head. But then they make him awesome. Mm-hmm. You know that that could be interesting. But I master just, of illusion. Yeah, I just haven't haven't really thought of it. Yeah. And that goes back to what you were saying about the chameleon thing and the Deadpool thing earlier, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think there's a lot of potential, but I just, I don't know what kind of story I want to see. Well, I was actually saying that off air. I was referencing a comic that they're in. Oh, together, sorry. Yeah. Was, I thought that was on there. But yeah, it was just one of those things. But where Spider-Man's it's... rogue gallery is so littered with amazing Absolutely. villains. Absolutely. So yeah. I have Craven no the Hunter yeah. mm-hmm. would be an, another interesting one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, team up with Howard the Duck in. and stuff. And yeah. like... So are you going next or am I going next? I'll go next. next. You go next? Yeah, go for it. Because like I, I don't know what I want to see, but yeah. Give me, I'm, as for an origin, yeah. I want to tie the kitchen into it. Mm-hmm. You know how Spider-Man was a wrestler mm-hmm. when he started yep. getting his powers. Have the wrestling matches in the kitchen. Okay, nice. I like this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And have Uncle Ben in the kitchen at one point. Mm-hmm. That's where he dies. And this is where this young kid gets mad and tries to chase down the villain. Mm-hmm. This is where the devil comes. This is where the devil of Hell's Kitchen plays into everything. He sort of takes on that guidance role. He kind of stops him. Nice. He stops the villain, ties him up, and tells the kid, "Don't come back here." Because they do reference a lot in New York, especially with Civil War, Queens, Brooklyn. All right. The kitchen has to be tied in in a certain way, where it's territorial. Yeah. This is my territory, kid. Stay out. And he'll do it because he's a scared little kid. He's yeah. a scared kid at this point. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He has power. He doesn't but know how to use the power. they've established that, yeah. They've established the fact that he can't use his power. He doesn't know how he's not fully in tune with it yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? He doesn't know his full potential. But having a set character who's already in tune with himself, such as the devil of Hell's Kitchen, Daredevil, yep. he'll tell the kid, no, stay out, take the loss. He knows what it's like to lose a father too, right? So he mm-hmm. knows what this means. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's telling him to go home. Because if he goes down this way, he won't be the way he is. Mm-hmm. That's where I tie the kitchen into it. Mm-hmm. Then going further into the story arc, he broods for a bit. If it's going to be an origin story, he's going to be brooding. He's going to be pissed. And then you have Aunt May dealing with that, trying to deal with a normal life. Mm-hmm. And this is all in the opening sequence, I assume, before <laughs> Tony comes in and gives him the new suit. Obviously, yeah. yeah okay. that's, this is probably the beginning of the film. Okay. Yeah. Right? So we'll go halfway, mm-hmm. and then Tony gives him the new suit. But it's just him and Aunt May dealing with the loss and him dealing with his powers. Now, all, as all this is going on, as he's developing his skills, as he's seeing the backstory of like the films that have left, led up to Captain America Civil War kind of playing out on like the news or something mm, like that? I, or think he he's done his, I think he's done his research on okay. what's going on in the world. So he knows anyway. He knows what's going on in the They don't MCU. necessarily need to throw that at us. Mm-hmm. You know, they not like an Ant-Man, he, Spider-Man may, newspaper you cover. See his, it's you nice see the idea room, of... Computer, he's, he's computer savvy, so it's... Yeah. Yeah. He's done his research. And yeah. I like the idea of having, say, for example, a daredevil or someone like that as a uh, a leader per se or like a, a guide per se, mm-hmm. especially if, if right off the jump very quickly, of course, Uncle Ben is out of the picture just because 
one, he can lend you a little bit of moral stability. Uh, and two, because you would assume if, if say for example, like in our society nowadays, like you get a pimple on your ass and you're like, you're Googling like, oh my God, ass pimple. Does this mean I'm going to die? Like <laughs> on the day. internet, right? Don't so, <laughs> pop it. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So my, <laughs> <laughs> because it could, it's not a pimple. Yeah. Well, that's the whole thing. You're like, you're looking it's on the internet. That, yeah. that shit explodes. Okay. <laughs> you really don't, you, you don't want to know. Moving on. But like, that's the whole point. Like that, like exactly what you're joking around with is what the internet can bring about. So as a kid with a, a computer savvy kid, you would assume that he would, like you said, go to the internet and be like, I, I got to find fucking Captain America or lives, someone who deals with this shit. He lives in New York. Yeah. He so, knows New York is literally, he's already, he's already lived. But then like you the said, Daredevil just finds him by happenstance or whatever. Or it's by circumstance. Yeah. As for villain wise... I'm not gonna go goblin. No, I cannot. I, I can't go now. goblin right off the hop. Goblin has to be a good buildup. Yeah, has to be. He has to set boundaries. If he's a high schooler, you're gonna have high school Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. And then you're gonna have rich kid. And I'd like Harry to be in it. Harry will be in the school as but well. But maybe, okay, sorry. Continue. Harry will be in high school with him. Mm-hmm. Do they do they touch a Gwen Stacy situation? I'd I like think to. there's gonna be two situations. I think it's Spider be- Gwen show up. No love triangle <laughs> with who gonna be a choice it's gonna be like the whole betty and veronica thing you got gwen and you got uh but in the comics i always liked the way they did it in the comics where like it's one after the other well where aunt may introduced uh introduced uh what's her face uh, why can't i why am i drawing a blank here mary jane Parker. mary jane yeah. be, and it was like her Watson, friend's sorry. niece or whatever <laughs> yeah yeah but i mean i'd rather have them both it's a high school setup so i'd rather have them all in high school together yeah She's the unobtainable girl. Gwen's always there. No, you know you're right. They've been making take making new takes on everything so far. Yeah, based on Civil the, War. So yeah. yeah, why not retouch this too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so go back to the original taste of it all mm-hmm. and have mm-hmm. them all in the same high school. <laughs> even Flash Thompson, bring him in. Okay, I'm going to steal that from my story. Even bring even bring <laughs> Flash Thompson in. Yeah, but as a first villain, mm, Kirk Connors was already taken off that one, and it was a good first villain. Having Kirk Connors as that the, is a good that is a good jump a nice off take on it. Yeah. It's the proper jump off point. But if we're gonna have to go somewhere else, I don't know. It's hard to say because if it's after Civil War, mm-hmm. the whole Wakanda thing, mm-hmm. maybe bring Craven. Okay, because he has ties to Wakanda. Yeah, and then there's something that like, you never know. Something can happen in Wakanda, and then you have this hunter. Yeah, the greatest hunter of them all. Somebody from behind the scenes. Is hiring Craven to hunt the spider. Interesting. So maybe or even like you went you went toe to toe with the king, and you survived. Mm-hmm. So I'm coming after you now. You fought with the king. Yeah. You yeah. fought against. Yeah. Him. You fought with the king. Yeah. You're the most dangerous beast. Mm. Like I don't really like Craven that much. I don't no. know if he could carry the movie, but that's an interesting. But it he, could be. It would be cool take. if he was played yeah. with a, yeah. as a kind of puppet. Right on. Or maybe bring in the kingpin. Yeah, keep the kingpin, kingpin alive. Is a, kingpin is a Spider-Man villain. Yeah, so. keep the kingpin alive. Yeah, well, he is alive. I know, but yeah. I mean, keep the keep kingpin, him going, keep him relevant, keep him like, alive, yeah. keep him alive. Like Donofrio needs work. Okay, yeah. oh, and he's he's by far the best he, villain in the MCU. I'm I'm sorry. Okay, I'm okay. <laughs> Let's not get I'm too just, much into I'm that. Ju- but I'm like, just he saying it. this right now. Before Gandolfini died, mm. I really wanted to see him play the kingpin. Mm. I yeah, can I can that. see that. I can see that, but I'm just saying, Donofrio's been Donofrio phenomenal. Carries every scene. He he's is in. the proper such a good actor. I'm just saying, just from an acting standpoint, yeah, acting great. standpoint, yes. Yeah. So maybe keep the kingpin in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm down or with that. Or a tombstone. Cool. 
I'm looking for big names, and I think Kingpin's right. the most interesting big name we've brought up and have so him, far. And yeah. have him run the show from behind sure. the scenes. Sure. And hire people to take this guy out because sure. he's fucking around with and That his... works out with the daredevil angle and all that uh, kind of stuff. It could sure. work. Right. So if we're going to do that, that's what I would go with. Cool. Cool. All right. I think I've got it enough to go with. I don't know. I'm going to oh, have to fill in the blanks to go along. Sorry, go ahead. Aunt May is a single mom. <laughs> and it's because it's Marissa Tomei, she... she dances for her money in the red light. <laughs> I wouldn't complain about that. I wouldn't Marissa complain Tomei. about that. It's Marissa Tomei. She's well, gorgeous. Oh, just so beautiful. She's fifty-one, man. She's fifty-one. She's ages. So I know she's so. And Patrick Swayze the bouncer at the strip club. Done. <laughs> just a uh, hologram. Yeah. 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 <laughs> hey. Nice. It did it in the wrestler. Yep. <clears throat> okay. Uh. All right. So keeping in the the storyline of uh, or the 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 subject matter potentially for a movie called. Spider-Man Homecoming, mm. I'm going to use, uh, I'm going to frame it around the idea of the homecoming dance impending in uh, in high school. He's a senior in high school. Peter's a Midtown High? No. Sorry? It's Midtown High? Yeah. So he's a, he's a senior in high school. I like the idea of the love triangle that you brought up, Nick. So I'm going to, I'm going to steal it. And what I, what I like, I really liked how you framed it where uh, Gwen is his friend already. And he's interested in uh, help me out here, again. Mary Jane. Mary Jane. Wow, fuck. Wow, that's, tw- that's, that's twice, twice man. man. I don't that's know. Bad. I need. I really. We ordered some pizza, so hopefully it gets here soon because I'm my energy level has dropped considerably. But in any <laughs> case, <it>? yeah, <laughs> it's a pound fifteen more donuts. Okay, so I love the idea of the, the triangle, and so he wants to ask. He's confiding in Gwen that and in Harry that he wants to ask Mary Jane to the homecoming dance. Okay. And there is one teacher on the faculty that he's very close with, okay? And this teacher is kind of a, a guide for him and and uh, is, is, is kind of motivation, kind of a surrogate uh, paternal figure uh, now that, that uh, obviously Uncle Ben is no longer with us. Uh, now, as the movie is starting to play out, he's obviously – I like the idea of – I don't want any backstory. I want it to continue after the events of Civil War. So he uh, – He's got the new costume. He's fighting crime. And all these – there's just this wave of petty crimes breaking out, mm. right? Um, but he is constantly showing up to stop the crime and being implicated in those crimes. And the press for Spider-Man is just going crazy, we, especially yeah, after the not, Sokovia court. How do we not talk about J. Jonah Jameson? Jameson. We, yeah. fucked up. we yeah. really screwed up on the Daily wow. Bugle. Yeah, okay. So. And it's got to be. Yeah. It's got to be the that. actor's got it's got to be J.K. Simmons, but unfortunately, yep. he's tied in as Gordon yeah. for the next however many years, so he can't. So would you pick? Can I just do the story first? <laughs> yeah, go, go, go. Okay. Go. Get off my back, man. <laughs> Why? <laughs> this <Hang> helps. <laughs> All right. So continuing my story, um, he, he's he's starting to get portrayed in the media, particularly the Daily Bugle. Um as as a menace that he's causing these this this rate of uh of bank robberies etc cetera, etc cetera, stuff that he's not even there for and so i think that you guys already know the villain that i'm going for and that's chameleon Ooh, interesting choice and i like the idea of chameleon because i i like the idea of that he can be anyone so parker in his crime fighting and he's actually sometimes saving chameleon and doesn't even know it mm-hmm. for example mm-hmm. question with all this going on mm. We get a Tony Stark in this as well because he's going to ask him, did you do it, kid? Come on. 
Honest. Yeah, it wouldn't be bad to get a phone call or something like mm-hmm. that. Like it, it would be really good if you would keep a little bit of a low profile. We just sign these accords, etc. Yeah, yeah. et cetera. It's, like, it's not me. Yeah, and he's yeah he he's says it's not me. I'm laying them. low. Yeah. I barely go out. You know, I only go out. Uh, you know, I'm I'm studying for finals. I'm trying to graduate, man. Yeah, like I'm barely going out and barely barely doing anything. <clears throat> and so. Spider-Man goes to this teacher for kind of guidance, but he's framing it in this fake way. Like, he's framing it as, I got this friend. you know, I've got this friend, exactly, got this friend. and he's moral crisis. People are saying bad things about him, and this, he, it's, you look at it, and you hear it, and you think, okay, this teacher thinks that uh, people in the school, kids in the school are making fun of him and stuff. Yeah. Um, and, and so he grants him guidance that basically tells him to go out and do, uh, like, do what he's meant to do regardless okay so he sorry i just had a like an amazing yeah no don't thought. don't 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 because you're already going where i'm going i know that you're going <laughs> no exactly i just had this amazing thought i'm sorry hold it hold just it, hold it, it. right it. it i'm holding it i'm holding it i'm holding it down somewhere no i'm holding it i'm holding it okay now so this his teacher tells him uh, that to go out in the world and and do what he's meant to do and don't worry about what other people think of him so with that in mind he dons the suit again he goes out and he is uh, again foiled, and this time he's actually uh, he's stopped. He's trapped somewhere, maybe in a bank vault or something yeah, like yeah. that, which leads to a big action sequence that he's got to escape from. Mm-hmm. Um, and <clears throat> he gets out of it somehow, or maybe no, no, he's locked in the vault. The person comes to the bank the next day, maybe a bank, uh, a, a woman, I feel like an older woman, opens the bank vault, sees Spider-Man sitting on a bunch of money and says, ma'am, I, I, I got locked in here trying to um, solve, you know, trying to, to foil these, these criminals mm. and, and please, don't, please don't call the police kind of thing. He goes, uh, so she lets him go. She sees that he's a kid, he's only a kid, and, and she lets him go. Yeah. So he... Now he's like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not going to be Spider-Man. Fuck this. And and he also, because of all this frustration, musters up the nerve to ask Mary Jane to the dance. And much to his surprise, she says yes. Just to piss off Flash. Wow. <laughs> Just to piss off Flash. <laughs> that is good. Yeah. That is good. That is some high school drama at its <clears throat> finest. Yeah. So... On, so she's going to the, the homecoming dance with him. So they, they go and, of course, it, you know, some funny scenes play out with him getting dressed and buying a corsage and all this bullshit. And it, you get to the homecoming dance. They play Dancing on the Ceiling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And he dances on the ceiling. No. no. <laughs> they get to the homecoming dance. And just as he's, um, uh, you know, really enjoying his night with Mary Jane. She actually likes him and all this stuff. And Gwen's jealous and standing with maybe Harry or something like that off to the side. And like, fuck, man, why doesn't she, he see me as like, you know, no. a, a girl like that? Um, which we do because whoever is cast would be fucking goddess, you know. Like, <laughs> but in any case, just to make you feel like Peter's even dumber. But um, in any case, uh, big explosion off in the distance and some. Uh, super military facility or uh, uh, mm-hmm. something is being broken into, and and he, he has his spider sense is going off and and like he's fighting like do I go or do I stay in the moment and right at that moment he shares a kiss with Mary Jane and then he says I have to go and he starts to leave and his teacher who's uh, his uh, been his mentor grabs his wrist and says you're not going anywhere Parker and his spider sense is going off 
and it comes you come to the realization <laughs> yep. that he is chameleon yep. the teacher that wow. you've been following this coming. whole time yeah i know <laughs> yeah. i've been setting it that's up not pretty what wrote fucking down, strong that's, that's good that's yeah. not what that's i wrote good. down so he is the the teacher is chameleon and this huge so peter escapes into the hallway and gets his costume on but this huge fight breaks out between them where he, chameleon is like changing into janitors and like hitting him with a fucking mop and nice. like switching into yeah. other teachers and Switches all this stuff. Jane at one yeah. point too, probably just to yeah, play, exactly. Like just this whole scene breaks out in the theater and he or in the school and he is just trying to get to where chameleon's minions are are yep. fucking actually doing real damage and stealing something. And he doesn't even know what it is, right? So they for it doesn't matter. He he uh, subdues chameleon. And uh, he's arrested. He gets to uh, maybe with Stark's help. Maybe Stark comes in, shows up, or you know, one of the other Avengers or something like that. Vision, maybe. Yeah, Falcon. Yeah, oh, so, <laughs> War Machine. Cap, maybe. To be honest, I mean, okay. Queens, Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah hiding so, in plain sight because they really did maybe have a good to go back. Respect for each maybe other. Maybe back to your idea. Daredevil shows up. Who knows? Right? Somebody shows up and just like fucking says, "That's enough." Wraps this guy up, and he, you know, do what you got to do, kid. He takes off. He foils, or he thinks he foils this crime. But you find out, and uh, uh, one guy gets away. So now they're celebrating Spider-Man as a hero, and you know uh, they tell the story of what's happened. And even Jay Jonah's got to like you know eat crow for this one. And you find Prince out that, attraction? that, that one, yeah, exactly on page seven, small ah, print. Yeah, yeah. And you find out that. Um, one guy got away with what Chameleon wanted because in the comics, the Red Skull is Chameleon's father, right? Interesting. So he's bringing back, he's found a way to bring back the Red Skull. And that's the post credit sequence where this guy returns this cube or something to Taskmaster yeah. and he uses it. Or this biohazard, same chemical yeah, yeah. from the from I Civil War really like to, to reincarnate Red Skull. I like that the pivotal scene, you know, homecoming, literal, tying in with that, is pretty much the same as the pivotal scene in Back to the Future. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as you were saying it, I was just running through. I always do that on the show. Like, my Star Trek one was just like, catch me if you can in space. But yeah, and So case. anyways, my idea was, since I had Daredevil stop the killer of, the killer of Uncle, Uncle ben, ben, we have the trial. Just a glimpse of the trial. Mm-hmm. The lawyer for the Parkers is Nelson and Murdoch. Nice. Yeah. Even though they're, not to, even... they're not together anymore, but it could be just Murdoch. a pro bono yeah. case yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's a single mom now at this yeah. point. It's just Murdoch. Because Foggy goes to he's work. Become a, or no, yeah, maybe Foggy's become a prosecutor. Fo- or yeah. And then his parents show up in the courtroom and they're secret agents that have been planning to make him Spider-Man all along. Oh, and then fuck. Dennis Leary shows up. And then, oh. No, no. But in any oh, case, yeah. yeah. But anyways, no, that's, that's, I would I, have the trial of Ben Parker there as mm-hmm. with with Murdoch. I really, yeah. and he's I, like, don't worry, kid, you'll be fine. And yeah. that's the thing. Like, I, I love that idea of just having Murdoch be sort of the guy in the opening, like mm-hmm. Hell's Kitchen isn't for you kind of thing. But I also love the idea of having this like small scale yep. hometown high school Spider-Man movie, yep. but has huge far reaching implications yep. in terms of the MCU and the Infinity Gauntlet and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's fucking sweet. I would. That's watch what that. I would do. I feel like I like. I, and me, I gotta see Chameleon because he's like he's the logical one. When you look at the villains that they've either gone with and failed, or gone with and yeah. been okay with, it's the espionage angle to some extent, or the ones who can slip into plain sight that have always worked to mm. some extent. What about Felicia Hardy? Felicia Hardy doesn't come in until his college years, so that's someone you can save until a little bit later. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, the whole Red Skull and Felicia Hardy go hand in hand. 
Yeah, but we're just reincarnating Red Skull. We're not seeing him come back. We're just we are just explain the implications like of what that heist that glimpse of Eddie was. Brock, but as like a more of a mentor figure. I would like to see Brock in in, in the Daily Bugle. Mm. Not the Daily Bugle. I'd That's say it. more Another freelancer, whatever. More like. the university style. He's like kind of like the like you but see again, him as a mentor. The movie's called Homecoming, man. You don't have homecoming dance in fucking university. You have it in your senior year of of fucking high school. True. So. I mean that's the thing. Like, but like, like you were saying the, before, and, you know, Holland looks like all of twelve. You know, so like yeah. you gotta. Yeah. And like you were saying before, there's <laughs> so much is. to do, and I mean, this is going to be its own franchise. Yeah, it is. We got yeah. we got so, a whole yeah. list. Yeah. What you got to do is you got to tie it down with something interesting. So chameleon's an interesting way to do it because then you can broach all of the like you said, like lizard is going to be a great thing for the university years. Felicia is going to be a great thing, and then also you can get that resurgence of Red Skull. That we all want so yeah. bad, but I like so, that idea. Of like, maybe you know, like a whole gangland war between exactly. Tombstone and the and and, yeah. and what's a fuck Kingpin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, that's the thing. No, I like. Uh, what was I going to say? The idea of just um, oh fuck, something with the university stuff. Not, oh yeah, just the whole the idea that you know Peter Parker's a genius inventor and all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And I mean, like it's just that a can li- come. It's a little more believable when he's in second year engineering. Yeah, yeah. You know, but yep. like the fact that he made a web shooter while he's in high school i get it but i mean that's the thing like dude like i i studied engineering in university mm-hmm. and i know people who buy like you know fourth year or whatever or just getting into grad school and still being like early 20s inventing incredible shit and Absolutely. winning awards for it and stuff like i know one guy who won a quarter million dollars because he built a human powered helicopter yep that's all. His awesome. name is Todd. He's cool. But um, <laughs> do they go? Like, do they have like their arms waved out and they spin? No, he just pedals a bike really fast. I'll, I'll send you a video. It's sweet. But I mean, that's the thing. Like I've seen <laughs> this stuff happen. Yeah. I've never done anything that awesome myself. But again, in like I've seen this happen. So having Peter Parker just be like a prodigy instead of like you know a freak of nature kind mm-hmm. of thing, I think that's a really cool angle. Yeah. yeah. That and keeps I the tradition see the human well. of yeah. him because one of the greatest parts of his appearance in Civil War is the humanity. Yeah, in this Spider Man, and that's the most important part. He's humble. But he's flawed and vulnerable, and he leaves himself open endlessly in the comics, mm-hmm. and and you see a little bit of that in the, sh- the the glimpses that we had in Civil War. So I think the idea of, um, you know, leaving open wounds uh, at the beginning of the story to 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 dig deeper is is important. But I don't want to just see a, a rehashing of like a, a an old yeah. story. This is an opportunity to do something really cool, like they did with Guardians, like they did with Ant Man. You know, yeah. like. Let's make this interesting and make it worth it. Don't yeah. just rehash it. Right Agreed. Any okay. final thoughts, gentlemen? I think on Civil War. I think we've been pretty extensive on all of it. I'm really happy with Civil War. I'm really happy with Spider Man. I'm excited to see what they do with it. Yeah, I'm man. just happy with the MCU in general. Yep. Like the, mm-hmm. their development is growing really quickly. Yep. And that wasn't even just all of them. We still haven't seen the Guardians interact with the Avengers mm-hmm. in any way, yeah, shape, or coming. form. Oh, and what's Nova Corps going to be and all this and kind I of stuff? See, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where's like I want to see Peter Quill like. And Tony Stark and maybe mm-hmm. Scott Lang and Peter Parker all, all cracking just, jokes, all cracking jokes. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, yeah. who's more funny? Yeah, no, it's it's interesting, and and I I like where it's going. I, I also like that we've still got uh, in the in the coming like near future, you still have Doctor Strange oh, yeah. and Ragnarok yeah. coming. So we got some heavy hitters still coming this year, and and Hulk and Thor, and 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 we have a apparently a Hulk movie might be in the works as well because well, like Hulk's going to be in Ragnarok, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, you got to get the rights from Universal, so it's like they're lending them out for Marvel movies. So who knows what what's in the cards for Phase Four? 
but it's it's looking real back. promising oh. and even this year is is it again it looks like it's going to be marvel's yeah. year cuz everyone's just fucking throwing shit if there's like a comic book faces. movie oscar it's going to go to marvel <laughs> yeah but there isn't and it's going to be a lot of years before these films are even recognized in the same ballpark light as a thriller sure. or something like that then again comic book movies have made it to the oscars and won yeah but all for like visual effects and shit ledger like yeah well, that's the only actor to ever win for a comic book movie, and it was posthumously like he would have still been nominated. He still would have been nominated, but do you think he would have won? Mm-hmm. I don't Maybe know. Not. That's, a, that's a, I don't remember who he was up against, to be honest. That's but. a topic for another time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In any case, we're good. I think I'm good. I'm good here. All right. Thank you for listening, and remember, this is just the beginning of the conversation. We want to continue it on with you, so please go to our website, uh, yell at us there. Um, you can find all of the weird stuff that we're going to link to this, some some uh, behind-the-scenes stuff for, for the, what we can find on Spider-Man because there's already some kind of uh, uh, little tidbits coming out. So we'll try and link to some of those notes in the show notes for this episode as well as some trailers and whatnot for, for other movies that we've referenced if you haven't seen them, which hopefully you have because we've been spoiling them all for you. <laughs> um, it's a reaction video. Nothing's been spoiled. Yeah. If you're listening to us uh thank you and you can find us on youtube in clip format you can also check out our facebook page and subscribe to us there and uh see some behind the scenes stuff that we put up there exclusively on facebook um you can get in touch with us on twitter uh, which is at mermal podcast and uh email us at show at moviesroommylife.com um if you are watching a video clip or somehow enjoying the episode and you're not on a podcatcher or a podcast player you can find us on itunes stitcher radio soundcloud uh tune in uh pretty much everywhere that you can get a podcast we're there and if we're not let us know and we will take care of it we'll fix that for you because we're you know good guys good guys good gals we like to good facilitate. people that are here at mermel <laughs> i'm very lucky um you guys want to offer up your twitters in case people want to yell at you on the old interweb Nick? Sure. I'm at gingers underscore revenge. Excellent. And Brent? Uh, I am at uh, twice sliced. Perfect. And I'm at not Brandon Fleet. So reach out to us on Twitter. And uh, yeah, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, it's It's been a great year so far for comics. I know we've been bitching a little bit here and there, but, but we got a, a new interesting Batman. Uh, we've got Spider-Man in the MCU where he belongs. We've got benedict cumberbatch and chuatel ajafor making a fucking comic book movie like this is you know this is a cool fucking year man and i'm really i'm really excited what's coming so thank you guys for listening and uh thank you guys for talking to me fucking hours about comic book movies (laughs) thanks for hanging out with us Just go completely the other way. With John Goodman. Oh, that would be cool. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness. I mean, where do you go wrong with John Goodman, Go though? the other way. Yeah, but where do you go wrong with John Goodman? Mm-hmm. That's a valid, valid point.